We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Rehap Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth, and with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, the mankind to my chainsaw, Charlie, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt, how you doing? <laughs> that was a deep cut. Good, go, deep go, cut. you Terry Funk. I didn't, I didn't know Terry Funk was going to be referenced on this podcast, but I am happy to be here and happy <laughs> to be the mankind here. Terry Funk. I have some New York Times bestselling books. I have mm-hmm. have a nice day. It's all great. I'm a, yeah, you've awesome. been infamously thrown off the top of a, a hell in a cell. And you've Amazing. retired about 30 <laughs> times. So that's great. Matt, how's your week been? It's been a long week. A it long really week. has. Yes. But the rest, <laughs> wrestling has been um, has been great to to tune into, and mm-hmm. um, I think we're gonna have a lot of fun this episode diving into the craziness as we lead into Mania. Yes. Oh my god! It's like this last stretch. It's it's just like no matter what, right? It, no matter if you're looking forward to something, or you know you've been looking forward to something for a long time, or if it just popped up, but like. That last stretch before anything is always just feels like the hardest, like no no matter what, it always feels like it takes so long. It always feels like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? And I'm just I'm really glad that we are we're here. We are on the last stretch. WrestleMania is a week away. One more week, Matt. Wow. You know what? I bet. And I think Vince McMahon agrees with that sentiment because I think sometimes he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what, what he's thinking. He doesn't know what to expect. So, uh, um, you know what? We're on the same boat with him and it feels good to, to know, to feel what Vince is feeling. To feel what Vince is feeling. Um, yeah. well, 71 year old billionaire. We're, we're just like him. <laughs> yes. Billionaires just like us. <laughs> Oh, I wish. Um, so yeah, so we have a week until WrestleMania, or a two-night WrestleMania. Um, I don't know if you did. You notice this, but they started referring to it as like WrestleMania Friday, WrestleMania Saturday, WrestleMania Sunday. They they really have stopped with the night one and night two kind of branding. 
they're doing too much. <laughs> they're literally, they always they always literally do too much, but they're definitely doing too much here. But sure, whatever. We'll go with it. Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Um, looking forward to it either way. So what what is your opinion on WrestleMania being um, twenty like hours tonight? long? Yeah, well, no. Well, let's split up. Like, do you like the split night, or would you rather have just the one? <laughs> no, I love having two nights of mania, two shorter nights of mania, yeah. rather than like the marathon event. And and for years, people have been complaining about that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I would rather take multiple nights of mania. It also seems like, and I. I saw this in passing, but I think Friday is going to be sort of like the kickoff of it yes, all. So exactly. it's mm-hmm. it's nice that we're not gonna have to sit there for um <laughs> twenty hours straight. Exactly. And that that was exactly what I was gonna get into next. So we have they they moved NXT takeover, like the WrestleMania for NXT takeover stand and deliver. That's gonna be Wednesday and Thursday. You know, that you, you know, that used to be the Saturday before. Yeah. So it, they are, it is literally WrestleMania week, Matt. It is WrestleMania week. So we got, we got NXT night one of stand and deliver on Wednesday. We have night two of NXT stand and deliver on Thursday. Like you said, uh, WrestleMania Friday is, will be considered like the kind of like the kickoff show. That's what, what SmackDown will be. Um, and then we go into WrestleMania Saturday, aka night one and WrestleMania Sunday. So like WWE is out here trying to really brand this whole week of wrestling. And I'm just like, like you said, I guess I would rather five uh, short days than one 12 hour day. Like, honestly. Yeah, I'm just glad that we don't like basically by Monday, we'll know what's happening at Mania. Not yeah. a lot's going to change. And exactly. That works for our podcasting. So that we don't <laughs> have really to does. wait until Friday to know what the final card is. Um, but I'm sure there'll be changes along the way. But I'm ready card for it. Because yeah. Card subject to change. But you know what? We always have fun with this, which um I'm looking forward to Mania. I think if we Maybe last year, it would have been a dread to watch through all of it, especially with no crowd, no fan noise, no Thunderdome. But I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get this going. Ring the bell. Exactly. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. (laughs) Um, So so WWE is doing their version of WrestleMania week. So we have to do our version of WrestleMania week. Right, Matt? Um, Yeah. So we are going to do an early podcast uh, with uh, the marvelous Bryce Isaiah. Right, Matt? Ding! The purple pants badass. <laughs> yeah, the purple pants badass is going to be here. Purple pants posse, come through. Uh, come we're going to be. We're going to do an Issa Issa look with Bryce. Uh, explain what we're going to be doing a, with Bryce a little bit, Matt. <laughs> so, if you haven't tuned in for Issa look, it is basically. Bryce, who is a casual, not a wrestling fan, looking through images of the different competitors at WrestleMania and basically letting us know, you know, who has their thumbs out, who uh, who has the right stance and who looks like they're going to win for Mania. Because I have a feeling I really believe in Bryce's technique and I think he knows who's going to win at Mania. I think his predictions and his guesses might be better than ours. So that's what we're going to be doing. And it will actually be recorded. So you'll finally Mm -hmm. see our beautiful faces on video as we podcast. And that will be on the RHAP YouTube. Yep. Um, then uh, after that, uh, we we're still trying to figure it out, but we will be 
hopefully, I mean, maybe I'm I'm saying this too far in advance, but Uh-oh. we should be doing an IG takeover of the Rahat Grams uh, Instagram sometime that week. We'll let you guys know as soon as we know, but hopefully we can do some fun things. I, I know when I plan mm-hmm. to take over, I do want to do an Ask Me Anything. Um, maybe just like a peek behind the curtain, just fun stuff, taking over the RHAP Grams Instagram account. So go and follow them on Instagram. Yeah, and it, when I take over, I'll just be cutting promos on everyone, probably calling people <laughs> out, tagging uh, Chappelle and others just to see how they, uh, how I could piss them off. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then uh, after that, we're going to do our mega WrestleMania preview show. We'll probably record that um, before WrestleMania Friday. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> WrestleMania kickoff show, WrestleMania Prime, whatever they're calling it by next week, um, where we just go over the, the card as we'll know it by then. Uh, talk about what we think is going to happen. Maybe think of some scenarios after WrestleMania. So that should be just a really big, fun preview show that just culminates all of our um, our podcasting uh, up until then. And then finally, we are very happy to announce that uh, after each night, WrestleMania Saturday and WrestleMania Sunday, we will be going live on stereo for just our quick reaction videos, just kind of like we did with the Elimination Chamber, um, hopefully about 30 minutes or so uh, directly after the pay-per-view. We're going to give our unfiltered thoughts, and we want you guys to join in. Come follow us on stereo. Um, come um, be a part of the show. That's why we want to use stereo, because we want you guys to be a part of the show if mm-hmm. uh if you follow us on stereo and you listen during stereo you can submit uh audio questions that we can play um during the broadcast and then we can talk to you and um hear your thoughts your opinions and your questions and then we'll feature you on a, on the episode when we post it in our podcast feed so that's uh af- directly after the show on saturday and sunday uh anything else matt you excited mm-hmm. for wrestlemania week i'm ready I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get pumped up. Let's do it. Yeah. So uh, you can always send us uh, emails at wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. You can join in the conversation on Twitter using hashtag wrestling rehab up. And you can always follow us on Twitter on our um, podcast account at wrestling rehab up. Uh, Matt, where can the people find you? You can find me at Matt Scotch EW and always you can find me in the RHAP patrons group and the unofficial group job has a squad cast. I will mention that not only is April WrestleMania season, but it's also a great time to subscribe to the patron group um, to yeah. become a patron of RHAP. I'm a patron, um, especially just because I love all the content, support w- what we're doing. And uh, by being a patron, it's kind of funny because I'm actually also supporting uh, what we're doing here. So it's yeah. kind of coming full circle there. But um, it's a great time to subscribe because when you subscribe, you'll be um, part of the patron program for the month and you could try it out. Um, and if you want to cancel at the end of the month, you could do that. But um, I think you'll find it's pretty awesome. And that's all I'll say about that. Uh, but Mari, I want to pass it back to you. Where could folks find you? 
You can find me at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. You can find me there on Twitter and on Stereo. So if you're on Stereo, you can find you can look for my name under that as well. And yes, uh, joining the Patreon now, it is the perfect time. It's the beginning of the month. You get the most bang for your buck. You get access to exclusive patron groups. Um, you get early uh, access to any of uh, our patron feeds, our podcast feeds, patron-only live uh, uh, podcast feeds. Um, we do great patron games uh, every Every, I think it's like every other Friday and stuff. So it yeah. is really, yeah, it's really cool to be a part of the patron group and get um, exclusive content that we know you love from RHAP. Uh, and, we also, and by the way, sh- shout out to Stella, excuse me, Grace Leader, yeah. who is mm-hmm. a big part of a lot of those games. The game master, if you will. Stella, excuse you. Excuse me. Excuse you. Excuse, excuse me. All of it. I don't even know. Look, it's been a while. We also have a podcast feed, uh, the Wrestling Rehab Ups podcast feed. Please go rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, give us those five stars. You can also find us on the Reality TV Rehab Ups uh, podcast feed. And uh, if you leave us a, re- a review, we might uh, read it on the podcast. Um, so, uh, Matt, I think it's it's your turn. Well, we, we have a guest here. Yeah. We have a guest. Yeah. Wow. Well, this time it's not a surprise run in. I think we're ready. Yes. <laughs> let me get let me get this let me get this ready. Whew. Making his way to the podcast. Howling from the great state of Texas. He is the co-host of the RHAP Rewind. He is a work of art, a beauty, and never a geek. And the first draft pick on the RHAP Battle of the Network podcast stars team. He's not a celebrity assistant, but he is our black henchman. Please welcome <laughs> Chappelle. Chappelle, I thought I was C-Dog. I thought I was C-Dog. Hey, 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 hey. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, C-Dog. And by the way, thank you Matt for your C-Dog has C-Dog has been around longer than the podcast has been around. Yes. So that's saying a lot. But thank you for being here. Thank you, Matt. That is an incredible introduction. I had no wow. clue I was a co-host of anything. So I'm very Look, happy to be here. <laughs> you are. You're not a professional guest anymore. You're kind of like, you know, you're doing a thing. I'm a professional guest. I just pop around. I'm happy that you guys have me this week because I was running out of places to guest at. So uh, thank you for getting me back in rotation. (laughs) No problem. I'm just keeping making sure they don't forget about you. Please and thank you. (laughs) Right. Forget about Chappelle. Yes. They don't forget about Chappelle. What? That doesn't even make sense. Mm -hmm. In no world. Sea Dog, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm a little tired. I'm recently vaxxed. So, uh, you know, yeah, I know, right? I'm recently vaxxed. So I'm taking that little L that you got to take before you fully, you know, in your final form. Uh, So (laughs) in about two weeks, I will be invincible. (laughs) Still wearing wearing a mask, still staying far away from people, but I would feel a lot lot more comfortable. Uh, And so I'm very happy uh, with that. But yeah, overall, I'm, I'm good. I'm always in good spirits and always happy to talk to you too. Thank you for having Chappelle, me. Chappelle, you should thank you. And thanks again for being here. And you should be in one of those WWE um, COVID ads that they've been running because you, you've got all the talking points. Like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm I living say, Dr. Poison. I don't remember those uh, ads. They they seem very half hearted. Those WWE COVID. <laughs> Stay <laughs> away from people. Don't, right. don't get tested. Don't get COVID. Meanwhile, and then meanwhile, we have yeah. this close contact sport that we have to watch every week. Is like, great. I mean, we don't want you getting too close to people unless you're doing a suplex. You know, that's <laughs> so that they've yeah. had multiple outbreaks on. They've had <laughs> multiple COVID nineteen. R- Randy Orton coughing up rocker. COVID, coughing up COVID <laughs> ink or slime or whatever that is. Is. Um, so yeah. yeah, interesting. Oh yeah, my God, yeah. I, yeah. It's, it doesn't come off, you know. It doesn't feel like really genuine when you're telling people to stay away from each other while you're like, you know, tackling somebody and choking them out. <laughs> um, but yeah, mm. I think their heart is in the right right place for sure. Uh, Chappelle, uh, how did you? Uh, what did you think about this week's um, host of clips that we sent you? Yeah, I like the clips. I have questions. So you guys yeah. know I'm a, fil- a filthy casual, one of your first filthy casual uh, guests that you had. Mm-hmm. And so I have like, my mind is on what we talked about last time, some mm-hmm. of the developments I've been kind of following on Twitter. And then what I saw in the clips from this last couple of weeks, I was like, oh my gosh, what happened? I have yeah. questions. So I am very <laughs> excited to dive into the clips. <laughs> okay. And with that, I think it's about time. So uh, we are going to get into our highlights of the week each week. Uh, we go over the different highlights from this week in WWE wrestling. Um, this week, like like we said, it is the road to WrestleMania. WrestleMania is here, so we are going to exclusively f- uh, focus on WWE, um, specifically Raw, SmackDown, and then talk about, hopefully, talk about NXT TakeOver, uh, the card for NXT TakeOver, since it's the first main event that's coming up um, in the WrestleMania week. So, for Raw, let's start with our Raw highlights of the week. Uh, we have to start with Bobby Lashley and MVP basically dismantling the Hurt Business. Like this was, this was interesting. So I would just like to point out that I, you, me, you, it's your fault. You, I got and I got angry texts about this, Mari. You shout out to shout out to Ryan, uh, my friend Ryan, who texted me that three weeks ago. Yep. You apparently called Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, who's basically a gold medalist, chumps. Basically. <laughs> Is that what you said? I you probably, okay? I probably think, did. I probably You know did. Vince McMahon. You know Vince McMahon listens to this podcast. Oh, I would hope not. Um <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? He I might know, learn right? something if he does. I mean he uh, might be listening. <laughs> Mari, you called an Olympic medalist a chump? How dare Uh, you? First and foremost, (laughs) Shelton Benjamin did not win an Olympic medalist. (laughs) He's close. He said close, which I'm like, wasn't how close is close? An Olympic competitor, an Olympian, you Uh, know, he still counts. I don't think he was in the Olympics. Oh my gosh. Okay. He he knows some people that were in the Olympics, right? He knows knows Kurt Angle. Okay. That's gosh. Put some that, respect yeah. on him. I, I was a yeah. lot of disrespect going his way on these clips from Raw. Um, I, first of mm-hmm. all, I was shocked to see that, um, you know, the Hurt Business, this, I, this, this is a mess. I don't like for, yeah. for Black folks to be airing their dirty laundry out in front of all these people, right? Like, keep <laughs> that stuff in-house. It was so bad. I was like, they're up there in their suits. Everybody, like, I... Again, I haven't been watching. So I was like, look at all yeah. these beautiful Black people on stage. They're going to talk about how great they are as a, as a stable, as a faction. Nope. Break it down. They just burned yes. it to the ground. What happened? Oh, How did we get here? You you just brought you just really put something put something out there. 
We are seeing so much black on black crime in WWE right now. Oh my right God. Now. Don't you say, stop it. Because Don't if the man stop is it. listening, you're going to get Literally, like, okay, no, no, no. You're going to validate a lot of things that don't exist. But there's a lot of fighting in the WWE. There's just more black people now to do it. That's what we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. and Apollo. So, um, okay. Stop it. Okay. I see you, Vince. I see you, Vince. I see you, Vince. Stop so, it. like, so Bianca Belair. Yeah, but uh, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would pick it up. All right. Anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> it took us until episode 12. What is yeah, it? I'm here, to, I'm here to air it out. I'm here to air it out. Okay. Wow. That's you probably Thank in. you. Thank I'm flipping you. tables. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So, the her business, the reason why I said that three weeks ago is I, I'm a little, uh, I, I don't. I'm upset because Explain. because remember I had we've been saying more than th- uh, three weeks ago that Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander were the Raw Tag Team Champions. They were the Raw Tag Team Champions. They were. They've been the Raw Tag Team Champions for a while then too. And they weren't on TV. Not only were they not on TV like defending their championships um, but they weren't even on TV with Lashley which makes no sense. That's why this this like the dismantling of the hurt business now just isn't as impactful because they just weren't even on TV and that's what really pisses me off because um I I like this implosion of the hurt business because like I said I I did signal that th- three weeks ago I was like um with Bobby Lashley uh moving up to be the title holder it looks like him and MVP are gonna dump Cedric and um Shelton because they are they're essentially dead. They've been dead weight. And the reason why I said that was because WWE was literally using them as dead weight. Even when um, Benjamin and um, uh, Cedric weren't on TV defending their titles, they should have been right next to Bobby Lashley that whole entire time. They really should have been. So I don't know why they weren't other than maybe because they had titles and at the time Bobby did it. Um, but I just don't, I really don't like that. They, they missed a prime opportunity here because the tag teams that were, um, on uh, TV every week, it was the new day. It was the new day. And, um, what was it new day? We're, we're going up against, uh, uh, the other group that just broke up Re- revolution. What I'm attribution. Yes, retribution. They were, uh. they were, yeah, I know. It's been a lo- guys. It's been a long road to WrestleMania. <laughs> so the New Day versus Retribution were on TV every week, trying to fight for the right to basically face Sheldon Benjamin and um, Cedric Alexander. Then all of a sudden, the New Day finished with Retribution and then got their fight with uh, Cedric Alexander and Sheldon Benjamin and took the titles off of them immediately. Just immediately took the titles off of them. They moved on. They moved back to being lackeys for Bobby Lashley, but now without titles. So it was just, it, you saw it coming. And again, it's logical booking. I like logical booking. Um, I don't mind. I said this before. I don't mind Bobby Lashley and MVP um, dropping Cedric and um, Shelton because now that they, they don't have the titles, there's no point. And it just pisses me off that they only had the overlap for them having the titles was like a week or two, like maybe two weeks. It was just long enough for them to get those pictures with all of them in the, with the titles. And then they, yeah. they said, nope. <laughs> like, so it's very they- frustrating. I just think it could have been executed better. It, it, it's a great storyline that could have been executed way way better maybe i'm basic but i just we don't need these dapper men in suits fighting and i i can watch on mute i would love to watch the hurt business on mute just for those suits and (laughs) Vince doesn't like it 
Vince McMahon doesn't like it for some reason. This this bothers me so much because there is no explanation for why they broke up, especially a week and a half before WrestleMania or two right. weeks before WrestleMania. Like why why did we have to do that? What maybe they'll get hopefully they'll get back together, but I'm just I'm hurt. I don't know. I was hurt. I th- the scary thing for me, real quick, Chappelle, uh, is that I think they broke them up because I don't know if Bobby Lashley is retaining at WrestleMania. What? Okay, listen. I think the same thing. I <laughs> saw the look. Well, look again. I don't know all the backstory, but Bobby is like, "Look, you guys were supposed to take out Drew McIntyre and couldn't, yeah. right? That's the story." Mm-hmm. First Basically, of all, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they failed, but it's two of y'all. Come on, stop it. So, oh, yeah, they Bobby, failed so Bobby dumps half his team. Right before he goes into WrestleMania, like that's Not insane. Great. You you are beefing with two people who you used to be closely aligned with, and from what I understand, Sheamus hates you too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you got like four people against you the week before you go into the biggest event of your life. What are you talking about? This is horrible. I think this is a setup. They're trying to get Bobby out of here, or at least the title off. Yeah, of that's what mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think so too. And so uh after Bobby after Bobby and MVP kick uh Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander uh, Alexander out of the hurt business, Bobby and Shelton have a match. Bobby basically quickly disposes of the former possible maybe Olympian, not Olympian Olympian. Oh <laughs> he knows he's really not. He's not. He, yeah, he, he knows <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. He could do Olympic things. He could do Olympic he could things. Do Olympic That's all I'm stuff. saying. He does what? Olympic things all the time. I can't do that. It's a lot I'm sure he's went. He's went to the Olympics. I'm sure. Like he's been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. like bought a ticket. Yeah. Totally. Like went. Yeah. yeah. And then or you could, like, um, Photoshop it. So. <laughs> what? what? Lashley like, and credit. MVP. They can. They continued their bounty. Basically, their bounty on Drew's head. They said anybody who takes out Drew will take his place at WrestleMania for the championship uh, title. Which again, this just points more and more to that um, Bobby doesn't want to face Drew at WrestleMania, and that it's looking like he, this might be like one of the shortest reigns he's had. So it kind of sucks. But um, so Drew, I, the, the, I, uh, Drew goes into the locker room. Drew goes into the locker room and starts yelling in people's faces like, um, who wants to face me? Who's going to take that bounty on? And he's basically just yelling at all the scrubs in the locker room. No offense to those people. I like those people, but, you know, they're they're a little tier below. Um, And then so he ends up in a match with Ricochet. Uh, after he dispatches Ricochet, uh, Mustafa Ali uh, comes out of Mustafa. Mustafa Ali comes out of nowhere, and then he goes into a match with into with Mustafa, who I loved his match with Drew way more than I liked Ricochet's because, of course, Ricochet is a good guy, so it's just two good guys. Mustafa is a bad guy, and Mustafa was aiming for his knee the whole time. And I'm like, this is what you should be doing. If you're trying to take somebody out of WrestleMania, a regular regular wrestling match is not going to do it. So throughout the uh, regular wrestling match, uh, Mustafa was aiming for the knee, chopping his knee, and but he was eventually, you know, dispatched. And then, of course, King Corbin comes out of nowhere. Uh, what? And, what? We didn't it starts that. beating up. We did not. We, it starts beating up on Drew. King Corbin is on SmackDown, so that's why everybody is like, "What? Huh?" Um, long enough for Bobby Lashley to come out and apply the Hurt Lock and um, put Drew at put Drew down. So, uh, I do, I do like this. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I really do like this. I like the whole putting a bounty on your opponent's head type 
thing. It right. just um it's just a lot of story in a short amount of time, I'm thinking. Chappelle, yeah, what do you, you know think? What? Yeah, go for it. Oh. Tell us, tell us, Chappelle, because I I'm just fresh I'm just frustrated by all of this. I don't get why Drew was picking fights, but maybe Chappelle, you can make I, some sense of this. I mean, Bobby tested his gangster. That's why he was picking fights. You know, he's back there like, look, Bobby, I'm coming for you at WrestleMania and there's nothing any of these scrubs can do about it. Uh, Mustafa is scary. So I actually think he should have been worried about that one. But especially (laughs) after, you know, that previous fight and then King Corbin comes out, you know, that happened. But I think the real (laughs) issue here is that they're making Bobby look scared of of this guy. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Like, Bobby, you're supposed to be the big bad wolf. You know, when I was younger, I used to watch wrestling a lot. And I would like when like, you know, like the young superstars coming up against Triple H and Triple H seems kind of afraid. He's dispatching random DX people after these people to kind of keep them off of them. But I don't like that for Bobby Lashley. I don't like that. So it's hard for me to watch because you can kind of see the writing on the wall. Um, I do like that he did the Hurt Locker thing to him like a billion times, even when he was like dead already. Um, it gives me like, it, uh, again, to bring back to uh, Kurt Angle, it gives me big Kurt Angle vibes with like the ankle lock, you know, like, well, he snap his ankle. Oh my God, like, get off of him. You know, it's like, it's a little bit more effective when you think his ankle is going to snap. Like I knew he wasn't going to like, you know, choke him to death. So I mean, he's, he's already passed out. So, I mean, you can't pass him out even more, but the, the sentiment is still there. We want to weaken this man before WrestleMania because we're terrified of him. Like, yeah. that's not what I want for Bobby Lashley. He's not supposed to be terrified, like, of anybody. Like, not from right. my point of view. So, I don't know. Maybe because I'm terrified of him. Maybe that's how I feel. Maybe I'm projecting. Who knows? Uh, mm-hmm. What about you, Matt? What you got? Yeah. No, I'm just going through my head trying to think of the last time. Because we see this, actually, I think a lot in WWE, but I can't put my finger on when. And maybe, Mario, you can. Like, when we have someone who's definitely strong enough to fight on their own, to do their own thing, and yet they're just like padded by all of these other people seemingly for no reason. That's how I feel about Lashley. But I am i don't get why they do this. He could just show up and beat Drew. He's good enough. He's good I mean, enough. Roman is doing this exact same thing right now, but it's just exactly. a different feel to it. It's, a, it's just a different feel to it. And that's, that's just the difference. It's, it's yeah. coming off scared. But again, I actually still think it comes off logical because if you think about how Lashley got the championship to begin with, um, he basically choked out Drew, let Miz cash in his the Money in the Bank championship so that Miz would take the title. And then Bobby had, you know, had set up so that he could take the title from Miz. So even in the beginning of this story, we're kind of being told that Bobby, maybe it's not, maybe we shouldn't be looking at it as Bobby is scared. Maybe we should be looking at it as uh, Bobby's trying to work smarter, not harder. <laughs> Bobby's strategic. Yeah. 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 I think. It comes off scared to me, though, because yeah. of like, be, well, because I don't get all that background. Right. So I'm just coming in That's and seeing true. this big, huge guy, like dispatching all these randos, at, uh, you know, his enemy that he's going to fight at the biggest event ever. However, like you you brought up uh, Roman earlier and Roman's more like the he has like his family that he's dispatching, you know. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. as you can see, Bobby's just like anybody. Take him out. Just <laughs> please. <laughs> it seems so much more desperate as opposed to like exactly. I'm the kingpin and people are doing work for me. This is That's more like, true. no, no, no. If you do this, I will give you a title match and I'd much rather fight you than him. That's how it's yeah, coming off. To exactly. Me. That is true. So um, again, I, it is it is at least it's all logical. They they are putting a lot. A lot of this has happened just in the last um it, it was only when was elimination chamber Elim, elimination chamber was like 
six weeks ago, something like that. Right. So it's a lot of story in a short amount of time. And it is just on the cusp of feeling rushed, like just on the cusp. I think six weeks is not that bad to build out a story like this. Um, but it, it, like we were talking about in February, it felt like Drew was not doing much. You know what I'm saying? And, no. and then all of a sudden it's just like, like it just is going, 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 going. So. Yeah, but also that's kind of something that we saw for a lot of people at that point. It really felt like yeah. they were spinning their wheels for like at about three weeks, three solid weeks between like Elimination Chamber and then after that where mm-hmm. they just, I don't think they knew what they wanted to do and what direction exactly. they wanted to go in. But when they figured that out, like that did inject a lot of life into it. And so it is cool to, it, well, it was cool to say, oh, we don't know who's going to take, who's going to take Drew out, but someone's going to try to take him out. Not excited about it being Corbin. And I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of relationship he has with uh, Vince McMahon, but uh, I have questions because I don't see it. I don't see yeah. it. I mean, Corbin is just a steady hand, kind of like Miz's, which is kind of weird. Like I, knowing Corbin in NXT and and how he was in NXT, he seemed very much like a out for himself, going to business for himself kind of person. But since he's been on the main roster, he really is. Yeah, he is. He is one of those people that uh, Vince can plug in and play and use to however he feels like it, and it's it's okay, I guess. It's not bad. He was I great. Used to like in, he was great in NXT, but then you know, since coming up to the main roster, he's been he's been so Weasley, and he's gotten a lot better because he's had time, really right? Good. But it's just like I'm just annoyed. It's that X Pac sure heat. It's I, it, it is. It is. It's X Pac heat. But I liked him as Constable Corbin when he was. That was like my favorite. Are you like an outdoorsy person or something? Is that what you were into? You Did mean? you like the little hat? His little constable hat. No. Okay, so you clearly didn't see that run. It was when he finally <laughs> when he finally had stopped putting his on little a constable badge. His uh, what really? When he had started wearing the Park suits Ranger. and he was and he was um wrestling in suits and he finally let go of that hair. Thank the good lord. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know that. you. I don't know if you ever saw Baron Corbin. He used to have like long hair, but it was just. It was barely there. It was it was barely there. I don't know how somebody can have long hair but still be balding. <laughs> he had like that. white Stevie Wonder, like the just the the party in the back <laughs> with nothing in the front. Yeah, okay. It. it might it might as well have been. And like people have been <laughs> screaming at him to to shave that hair off for the longest. And he finally came up to the main roster. They made him, they put him into an author, authoritarian position, calling him Constable Corbin. He came, he showed up to Raw one day, freshly shaved head, suited up, and and everybody hates that run, but I, that is my favorite run from him because he literally would say the the truth. Like he was one of those heels that said the truth, yeah. but everybody still hated him. And I I I, I loved it. I really did. It just felt he so sounds, random. It felt he so sounds random. like the police to me. I don't know. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I have a question about uh, Constable or King Corbin at this point, right? Yeah, um, King Corbin. Now does he does he get credit? for taking out um, Drew in this moment? Because, like, he did the work that Bobby was dispatching him to do. I mean, Bobby, you know, ended up jumping in. But does he get any credit for this? Is Bobby like, no, I guess I'll still fight Drew at uh, WrestleMania? That was happening here? 
I don't know. My guess would be we show up to Raw on Monday and then King Corbin comes out like, yes, I did it. I did what nobody else could do. And maybe they do even a faux contract signing or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, uh, and it's like, we're, we're man of our, we're, we're men of our word. Let's, uh, let's sign the contract and it'll be Bobby Lashley versus King Corbin. And then Drew comes out and kicks butt and be like, I'm yeah. still standing. That's how I would book it personally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna see we're gonna see Corbin get wrecked by Drew. <laughs> I'm looking forward to. Yeah. It. yeah. Okay. This sounds good. I'm excited. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, great. I mean, that that honestly was the highlight of Raw for me. I really liked um, that whole storyline playing out um, uh, this week. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Our next highlight is <laughs> Miz and John Morrison, <laughs> the mayor of Slamtown. Um, what, what's his other titles, Matt? Uh, George the, Bushy of Tushy, yeah, mayor of is. Slamtown. Yeah. Um, they had, they had they, look, there's a lot of good names for this man. And you know what? Shout out to him. Shout out to him and the Miz for their dance skills because <laughs> this music video, which I'm really curious to hear you talk about it, Mara. Yeah. They, that was a good song. Like, look at that beat and those bunny suits. And they were so, dressed in all white, like angels. Like, come on. They look premiered that. their video for Hey, Hey, Hop, Hop, which was basically a uh, Bad Bunny uh, diss record. And so. Don't be a hater. Don't be I was a like, hater. how You're dare you? Be a hater. How Wrestling dare is you? fun, Mari. Wrestling how is fun. How dare you? Those were bars. That man said, <laughs> our rhymes are sweet, but our lucha's nasty. Bars. Get out of here, Mari. You're a hater. Where's You're their hater. Grammy? Where's their Grammy? You're a hater. 
Let's go. Hakutmaktada, Komoteyamas, Dos Pinatas, Waka Waka, Bars. They was they was spitted. I was like, we hop a little, oh, we hop a lot. Hey, we hop, hop a lot. You can't be stopped. Oh, oh my god! I was like, uh, hey, hop, hey, hop, <laughs> I take that, take that, bad boy, baby. Uh, okay, Ooh. okay. That so, little reggae okay. song going on. Okay, and the twerking, right. and the right. twerking. The song was about that. I will give that to you guys. The song right, was actually not that bad. Thank you. The, okay. video, the video lacked a little bit of imagination, guys. It, okay. My, are you a music video producer? <laughs> right. So you're the expert now. Oh my gosh. You know what? We're, we're in a pandemic, today. Mari. We're in <laughs> a pandemic. Matt, Matt you didn't tell me I was coming to a hostile environment today. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that Mari was going to go off on this future Grammy award winning song. <laughs> She's not a fan of the arts. And y'all could have told me that before I came here. You should just say that, Mari. It's been so, a long road to WrestleMania. I Mari, you over. you are on so many different. Sh- you watch Big Brother Canada. You watch Night right. Fiance. You watch The Circle. You watch all all of it. And this isn't the most entertaining thing you've seen all week. Oh, calm down. Calm not. down. <laughs> calm down, Mari. Calm down. Calm down. I'm sorry. Okay. Calm okay. Down. You're right. You're right. Positive vibes only. No. I will no. say. I will just uh-huh. point out. I didn't appreciate. Or maybe I did appreciate. I don't know. We'll see how it ages. But you know, they edited in the huge crowds, uh, the huge yeah, COVID they- crowds uh, into the music video. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd rather I don't know than that. actually go to the huge crowds. So, Who are those random people? I don't know. I wonder if they just took like audience footage from other like um, like WrestleMania events or, or I'm sorry, WWE events. But it was... Probably. Again, just them. They were only on the stage, like the raw stage, doing their weird "Hey, hey, hop, hop" dance. Which I don't, I don't think that's going to catch up on. Did you just say it was weird? Did you say it was weird? It it was. It was a little weird. They they were just doing like a a, like a little hop, a little shimmy. It was not much. Like the the TikTokers, if they did want to catch on to this, it'd be real easy for them. You're not even on TikTok. And by the way, let me just point out, I'm, I'm not. I'm not taking this. And also, if the Miz knew he was going to get this abuse from you, Mari, <laughs> he should have just gone to be on the Challenge All Stars. Come on, <laughs> him and Mark Long and Trishel could mix it up. He doesn't need to be here getting this from us. He hops a little. We well, he a- hops a lot. We hop a little. <laughs> Let's a respect it. I'm pretty sure he's getting paid way more to be in that bunny suit than the All Stars. No offense. <laughs> But uh, I was actually thinking this when I watched it. So they they premiered their video it was a lot of fun. It really was. They were like dancing in the in the ring. John Morrison, uh, God bless him. God bless him because uh, the rhythm. There's a reason. There's a reason lacking. they call him the George Bushy of Tushy. <laughs> the the rhythm is lacking, but the charisma is there. So I get it. I I get it. Um. And Bad Buddy and uh, Damian Priest come out. They, you know, they call Miz and Morrison uh, a few uh, words. And then uh, Bad Bunny uh, destroys their little sign they had. And and I, I was really thinking this. So Miz is literally going one-on-one with Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. And two things I get from that. They trust Bad Bunny's training enough for him to be in a one-on-one match. That's like crazy good. Like, like, even if we all know that Damien and John are going to, you know, hop in it, we know that, <laughs> literally. Um, mm-hmm. That's still, like, a big spot. For that to be a one-on-one match at Mania for a celebrity, like, I, I mean, it, that's going back to Mania, Mania roots. 
um, just giving him that one-on-one match. And then two, Miz is the one who was chosen for that spot. Like a lot of people look down on celebrity matches, which again, like we've pointed out in the, into the past, rightfully so for some of them, but that is a huge spot. That is the biggest uh, selling artist in the world right now. The most streamed Spotify artists globally. And Miz is sharing a ring with him. Miz is getting that exposure. Miz is the, we all have been saying it. Miz is like the face of the company, the second face of the company. Should I say? Um, so like to be in that position, that's such that's such a godsend. And and I was thinking like John Morrison came back to the WWE basically to just be on Miz's side. Um, and I'm wondering, like, he has to be fulfilled doing that because no matter what, this program is uh, I think this program is uh they're getting paid a lot of money for this program. That man, John Morrison, is having a lot of fun. Did you see how right. he, how Johnny Drip Drip was dressed? Yeah. From the waist yeah. down, yeah. he was like he was like Bubba Ray Dudley, and from right. the waist up, he was a lot like one of those Nickelodeon all that blimps. Yeah. Like what? I that was impressed. He's having was fun. Fire. That jacket Ooh, uh, was flames. That bubble jacket, yeah. that orange one, man. I was like, oh, give me that. Yeah, no, yeah. I thought I for like, a second, I is like, it Halloween? That pump, that pumpkin look was disrespect. Mm. That was not a pumpkin look. That was fire. That was flame. That was fashion. You just don't know what you're I'm talking about. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. He makes it look yeah. the pump mm. street fashion. It's, the, yeah. it's really the mullet that throws me off. But we don't have to get into that. Ah, um, his hair, his I, hair is so big. It's full of it's, secrets. It's, so hey, you could tell. Uh, I, I, I like this, you guys. Uh, I did. I, I like that this 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 track could have been for any random rabbit, right? Like it's Easter, mm-hmm. and this could have very well been an Easter Bunny uh, just track because it, wow. because everything in the in the track was like bunny themed. Everything was rabbit themed. <laughs> they were like, didn't your cousin lose a race to a turtle? Like I was like, oh, is he coming for the Easter Bunny? Is he coming for Bugs Bunny as well? Like what are what are we That's doing awesome. here? So yeah, it was it was fun to listen to. Um, but do you like if this was a one-on-one match at WrestleMania? Like we have to know that like Bad Bunny cannot win this match. If he beats the Miz in this match, I lose all respect for the Miz as, as a wrestler. You've been doing this your entire life. The Miz has been wrestling his entire life since he was a child. He's wanted to be a wrestler. And now you're gonna let some a pop star come in and beat you? Absolutely not. The Miz got to handle business at WrestleMania, or I'm or he's dead to me. I'm sorry, I can't I can't respect that. I don't care if he gets jumped by three or four people to to keep Bad Bunny relevant in this match, and yeah. you know, like the shenanigans. The Miz, you have to win this match. I just cannot allow it. I'm sorry. Who's gonna tell I'm, him? I'm just trying to figure <laughs> oh, out. No. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who has a better chance. Like, does does who has a better chance of beating Bad Bunny? Is it the Miz or is it the Easter money? I want to figure this out because I'm just, I didn't even, Chappelle, we have to go back. Do you think WWE Mm -hmm. booked Bad Bunny? There's so many opportunities that they missed when it came to Easter. And I just feel like maybe there's like a swerve coming. Maybe we're going to see the Easter Bunny attack him on Monday. We need something. (laughs) We need some heat in here. Let's come full circle. It's right there. It's right there, WWE. Vince McMahon, I think he listens because he he, 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 he hears his ears ringing. (laughs) So I... Uh, I, if I remember correctly, celebrities have a way better track record, especially at mm. WrestleMania, than than the wrestlers. The only thing we can hope for is that th- there's enough sh- shenanigans that can, um, you know, 
uh, have Miz safe face. Um, but honestly, again, I think he he's getting paid to take to stare at the lights for Bad Buddy if it happens. I really do, and I think they are having fun. I think Miz and John Morrison are having fun. And I, again, as I was thinking about it, mm-hmm. John Morrison has literally done everything in the wrestling biz. Like he's he's been on every promotion. He's won every championship imaginable and and i was just thinking i was like does he does he feel some type of way by not being in the wwe title picture but honestly he's just such a veteran um type of um wrestler that i think he's he's okay i I wouldn't see him not being content with this i know he signed a big contract getting paid to just goof around with his best friend so i I really like this storyline i I really it's just so fun and just to like add to that i mean if you saw him on Survivor, you know yeah. that he is like he's just a nice guy. Like I don't, I never get this. You don't get the sense from him. Like you, I'll compare him to Sasha Banks. Sasha is hungry for championships, and she, like she knows it's a she knows it's a work, but at the same time, she is hungry to be the best. John Morrison, I think he's just happy to be flipping around and doing his parkour thing and entertaining people and having a good time with probably his best friend. So I think this is a great spot for him. You need people who fill in roles like this and he's doing a good job. And I wasn't, this is the most excited I've been for John Morrison since his return. So um, I'm a fan. Um, so uh, we move on to our next feud, our next highlight. We get Asuka and Rhea Ripley signing their contract for WrestleMania. Um, I'm going to be real brief on this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, they signed their contract. Great. Like, I just, I still have a next huge, segment. I know. <laughs> I just have a, a huge problem with like newbies coming in and, and challenging for the title off top again at Wrestlemania it is just without earning it should I say um but it it just really is like again where do you go from here once this once this happens like I, again I I can't see Rhea losing this just because Asuka's reigns are always just <laughs> non-existent but yeah Rhea wins you've already you're the champion. So now do we go into you defending your title where every single one of your challengers tell you how you do not deserve to hold that title? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just am not a fan of championship reigns like that. Like, I don't feel like you should be trying to prove yourself while you're champion. I like chasing reigns where you are steadily going up the ladder before you get the title. That's just how I am. That's just how how I personally look at it. Uh, Matt, how do you feel about the Asuka and Rhea match coming up at WrestleMania? Something about it. You know what it is? It doesn't feel new. So we saw Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania last year against Charlotte. So this Uh isn't even her WrestleMania debut. We've seen we we've seen her in the Royal Rumble. We've seen her on Survivor Series. Like, what is new about this? Really, I just kind of feel like the excitement kind of comes out of the you know it's like letting the air out of the balloon when we've already seen a lot of it from her. But I'm I disagree in that I'm okay with someone proving themselves as the, as the champion, but not Rhea Ripley. Like, 
<laughs> now you're gonna make fun of me. you're gonna make fun of me but like the type of thing that i remember growing up that i liked was like seeing out of nowhere someone i had no clue about at least gail kim debuts wins a women's battle row wins the women's championship is then proving herself out of that like to me that's fun but not someone who who is already a proven quantity in all of this so um it's wrestling. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. This is going to be a fun match next week. Yay! No, this is, I'm not not excited. And by the way, I saw I saw some people on Twitter saying, "Oh, I hope one of the women's matches could be the main event." It's like, oh, there's a little bit of a difference between this match and <laughs> Bianca and Sasha. That's yeah, all but, I've got. There's a lot of bit of a difference. And it, it, okay, we're not even going to get into that hypothetical. No, we don't need Chappelle, to. Chappelle, <laughs> do you want to tell us a, a little bit about what you think about the Oscar and Rhea thing, so that I can then dispute everything Matt just said? No, I just, <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to care a lot about it, and I couldn't because of the whole Nia Jax thing, right? Like yeah. we're trying to get to the Oscar. Like I'm like, oh, okay, Oscar's finally going to, you know, retain this title, and it's going to be cool. Like I don't know Rhea Ripley like that, so I'm like, okay, this is going to be dope. Right. I like Oscar. But then, like, uh, uh, Naya and, uh, what, Shayna? They come mm-hmm. out, and they're like, oh, we're about to, like, have a tag match with you now, just as you just got beat up. In the, and, and now it's the two of y'all versus us. And this is one week before WrestleMania. Asuka has no business in a match like exactly. this. If she's yeah. really, like, serious about retaining her title, she should be staying away from, you know, the big bad wolves and, you know, the tag team champions, right? Yes. It's, it's insane. I just didn't. It didn't make sense, and there's no reason for her to agree to something like that. Considering she just got beat up by Ray, Rick, mm-hmm. uh, Ray and, Ripley. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and she got. And let's let, let me tell you something, Oscar. You're the champion. Ooh. You can't let Ray Ripley slap you around, and then you just lay on the mat, just all <laughs> helpless in the ring, and then agree to like you. You are the one who knocks. You're at the top, so yeah, you're supposed to like get up and yeah. slap her around, or like be like, I'm not fighting with you this week, or leave her out to dry or something. You know, that's your opponent. For next week, you're supposed to take this seriously. So I didn't love that because I really wanted to care about the match, and it was just so distracting. I have a lot of opinions about these uh, these women's uh, wrestling matches now because I feel like they need more titles. Like everybody is either yeah. going for the women's title or everybody's going for the tag team title, and there's so much. It's so convoluted. Like, how am I going to have a tag team match against somebody like a mixed tag team match almost with a random partner? And mm-hmm. I'm the champion, and they're the champions, but we we of course wouldn't want to win these tag team champions because we are <laughs> opponents against opponents, each other at, yeah. <laughs> for my title. Like, what what are you talking about? And so it's like almost like they need more things to go after, like a women's internet intercontinental title or something like that. Not to say that women yeah. should be able to win the, the the regular winner intercontinental title, but I just feel like they're like almost all fighting for one thing. Yeah. Or two titles, and so it's all so convoluted to where we don't even know where one feud ends and the next one begins. So that was kind of my takeaway. I, I'm fired I can up. definitely I'm get that. Fired up right now. I'm so. Mari, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm just, no, no let me just let me just say something. Let me just say something right now. I'm pissed right now. I'm pissed. I'm pissed because Oscar, number one, Oscar was in a Foster Farms corn dog commercial. They put her in a corn dog commercial. She's supposed to be taken seriously, so they did that. Then we had to wait two hours and eight minutes. I wrote it down: two hours and eight minutes before we saw a women's segment on the show. We got Alexa, but she was doing her thing with Randy Orton in the feed. Two hours and eight minutes. What is going on? And we got like 10 minutes of the women's segments on the show. What is going on? What are they doing? And she's in a Foster Farms corn dog commercial. <laughs> you are really upset about that Foster Farms. I am. Farms Do you see my face right now? Well, devastated. Oh God, we, so, <sighs> a few things. So Rhea, so Rhea Ripley 
being at WrestleMania last year didn't mean anything because she wasn't on the main roster. She hasn't this. She literally is on the main roster two weeks ago and is facing Mm -hmm. for the belt at Oscar against Oscar. She was still in NXT when she was when she made that uh, WrestleMania debut, and she only made the WrestleMania debut because uh, Charlotte had to uh, face her for the title that she didn't beat the crap out of her for and took, which just really. It buried it buried her. It really did. So my thing about the again the Rhea and Oscar dynamic is Rhea was she was she would she disappeared basically after the the Charlotte lost. She has been vocal about how she was pushed to the moon just to lose to Charlotte to then be not used and then just felt like she she disappeared. Um, she. I'm trying to think of what she did, the last thing she did on NXT before she even came to the main roster, other than the really good showing at the Royal Rumble. She, she wasn't really, yeah, she did really good, really good showing um, at the Royal Rumble. But other than that, she wasn't really doing much. So again, for her to just come straight off of NXT for a match for Asuka, and we all know that this was not, they're even saying that this was not the original plan. It was supposed mm, yeah. to be Charlotte versus Asuka. It was supposed to be Charlotte versus Asuka, but Charlotte is going through a lot right now. Um, mm-hmm. She's going through a lot. So sh- Charlotte will, is not going to be on the show. And they pivoted to Rhea, which is fine. But no matter what, Asuka was penciled to lose this title, I think. Um, so, but for, what? Just to add to that, and I don't know if it, I don't know why they debuted her before Mania. Especially two weeks before Mania. Like, I get the build, but there are, as we, you know, we'll talk about SmackDown later on, but we saw all all of these other women come out, vying Mm -hmm. for the tag team championship, seemingly put one of them in that spot, build, build a star. If you're going to do this, like, sure, I'd rather have a throwaway match with someone who could be a star that's built by taking on Asuka than Ray Ripley. And again, I don't think she's being, I don't know. It takes a lot to be built by beating Asuka at this point with right. how they've kind of dragged her through the corn dogs. Well, see, <laughs> so that, but okay, so that's where that's where I was going because um, I still do feel this is a uh, character building feud. That's that's the whole point. The thing is, it's just two weeks before WrestleMania. We basically know mm-hmm. she's taken the title off of Asuka, and again, she's gonna have to continue that build as the champion. And if the story is not told right, then like it, it won't be appealing to me. Just me personally. Again, I do not like when your champion is seen as the underdog. Why mm-hmm. is your champion the underdog? Um, to me, I just don't like that type of storyline. Um, but Naya and and Shayna coming out again. This makes sense. I I agree. If they were not the tag champions and they if they weren't doing so well, they've been doing great for the past year. The one of the two of them should be should be um, main eventing for the title. You know, not main eventing, wrestling for the title. So I like this because if I'm going to guess where they go, just like Chappelle said, Oscar didn't Oscar didn't agree to that. Remember, Rhea agreed to it for the both of them. Oscar was still on the floor, like, like clutching her jaw. So I, they, what I hope happens is um, we get we get uh, uh, Shayna and Naya. Uh, Ray is in first. Ray gets beat up, beat up, beat up. She goes to tag Oscar, and Oscar jumps out of the jumps mm-hmm. down off the Ray's apron and leaves her. I, yeah. That would be perfect booking. I, Oscar laughs and <laughs> walks away. Ray gets beat up by uh, Shayna and Naya. You have your tag team champions looking strong going into WrestleMania. 
because they'll probably lose. Uh, my guess would be they they lose. And then as soon as they lose the, ta- the tag titles, one of them is going going after Rhea. She's going to have to go up against them as her first title defense. And that's what I personally want to see. I hope that's how it, how it plays out. Um, but I agree, Chappelle. We were talking about how a few weeks ago, NXT um, de- debuted um, tag team belts for their women's division, which really didn't make much sense to us since they only had like six teams to begin with and mm-hmm. how we were how we were saying we wish that they had debuted like a, a women's intercontinental championship belt because I agree with you uh I I I do wish they had some more like a, a secondary title but I also do kind of like how they use the the tag titles to kind of flow into the championship matches I think they've been doing a solid job with that they ever since uh uh, Bailey and Sasha had the the title, the tag titles, and then they had all the belts and stuff like that. I I don't mind it. I honestly don't mind the overlap, but it does kind of defeat the purpose if you made those tag titles to give other women opportunities other than the the main belt. But then you're using all of the women who could reasonably go for the main belt in the tag division. The tag just, matches. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just does not. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I completely agree with what you, what you're saying there. Yeah, um, and just to add to that, like it's it's always ridiculous to me when they add more tag belts, especially because WWE barely cares about tag teams or they're on. And on. It's like, yeah, okay, well, I, and I get it. I get it. It's like, okay, let's get more people on the show, but it's it's like doomed from the start. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It 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 really is. Um, any last thoughts before we move on from this? Subject I said uh, was going to be quick. That was nowhere near quick. <laughs> I mean, I, I like, I'm just going to mention, I liked what Reggie was wearing. He had his little oh, yes. purple pants, kept man kind of suit on. So yes. very fitting. Um, but yeah, Black yes, Henchman still. I want By the way, were, were Cedric and Shelton, were Cedric and Shelton Black Henchman? Did we figure that out? No, I don't think they technically no. are. They were no. like part. It was almost a faction. Yeah, it was and they were Yeah, and they weren't good at it. They couldn't even take out Drew. It's <laughs> all y'all. Shelton Benjamin's been wrestling for fifty yeah. years. Like, come on, man, you could take out yeah. Drew with a yeah. partner. Chappelle, yeah, last week they lost the handicap match to Drew, which is just it's so insane. embarrassing. It's so yeah. embarrassing. They deserve to get uh, fired. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they do not count as black henchmen. I <laughs> I still want our merch shirts to say black henchmen. I want what? I would buy it today. Today. Take my money. <laughs> oh my God. Uh yeah. So <laughs> um uh next up, I'm really curious to hear uh Chappelle's take on uh Randy Orton and the Fiend. Um a storyline is continuing. Uh this has been I, I remember you were you were here for the beginning with us when we first, when the fiend was first burned alive. Um, yeah. So I really want to know your your take on uh, how how it's been going. Uh, the two highlights that we have this week is basically Randy Orton uh, saying, "Okay, he now understands what he's going up against. He's going up against a demonic hell demon, and that at WrestleMania it's going to be the, the end. He's finally going to put the fiend to rest." And then we get a really good promo by Alexa Bliss um, explaining the whole jack-in-the-box type of thing and that the fiend is trapped and holy crap was that a scary highlight like i was watching that live the alexis playground when she's just talking about the -the jack-in-the-box and the -the jack-in-the-box pops up and then the camera just pans out and the fiend is just right chilling right there next to her i legit was like oh (laughs) like i 
what this like Wikipedia page? What Wikipedia page was she on? Like earlier in the night, she told some story. I didn't catch it because I was just watching it live, and I was so confused what she was talking about at the start of that promo. But she was talking about the like historically, Jack in the Boxes were called like demons in a box, and that they were originally like when they were first originally made, it was to like trap souls. Like they they were it was told that trap souls would be in the Jack in the Box, and that's why when they pop out, it kind of be scary. Mm. So it it was pretty cool. I I. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, I should have looked to see if it was true, but who cares? At this point, who lie cares? to me. Uh, Chappelle, what did you think? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was here at the beginning of this when it yeah. was. Uh, what is it? Bray Wyatt. That was his name. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh, I like this guy, and I like the feed. I was very happy, but oh my god, I'm back again, and <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, Randy Orton sounds terrified. I was talking about Bobby Lashley being afraid, but no one is more afraid to fight right now than Randy Orton. He wants. He has to do this. Like he feels yeah. like he's doing us all a service by getting rid of the fiend because the fiend is the devil. But make no mistake, he is scared, and I don't blame him. Alexa Bliss's uh, promo was incredible. Um, I don't remember her being so dark last time I was uh, yeah. talking about. Like, it looks like he has slowly started to like really take control of her to the point where like her her face makeup is darker and all this other stuff. Like. They're almost one in the same. And uh, I know it used to be where, you know, like the lights were cut off and he would just have like, you know, possessed her. But now it seems like they're just kind of walking around in the same body. But when they zoomed out and I saw this man's corpse standing next to her, I was done. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Randy, get help. Help. I was not happy. Um, man, I miss Bray Wyatt so much. I don't know. Are we ever getting Bray Wyatt back? Because the Fiend is, I'm a Fiend uh, fan, but I'm a little, I'm a little afraid. I don't know what to tell yes. you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they haven't posted any of the uh, the fast lane um, like video yet. But basically, you know, when he got burned at TLC, uh, you know, we, we were talking about how um, Alexa was doing the promos back and forth with Randy, um, and she was definitely she she kind of stopped with the switching. Like she was originally switching between regular Alexa and then demonic Alexa, mm-hmm. and then she just slowly her makeup got more gaunt and pale they she slapped in those contacts i don't even remember when she just showed up with them mm-hmm. i was like okay cool this is creepy and then um uh at uh yeah at fast lane we finally got the return of the fiend and basically uh the fiend r- rose out of the um the ring grabbed randy orton's uh ankle and it was just burned fiend from there on out. So uh, I think uh, Bray Wyatt is officially gone. There is no The Fiend Bray Wyatt. It is just mm-hmm. The Fiend. I don't think we'll get any more talking points from The Fiend. I think Firefly Funhouse is done. I think it's just probably going to be Alexa's playground from um, now on. And that man is scary. That man yeah. is scary. And there's, and I'm just hoping that um he wins at WrestleMania. I don't see any way he does not win at WrestleMania. And just, I hope, I hope they have like a buried alive match or just something really cool, like another uh, Funhouse match or something where Randy is just put in a casket. Maybe I don't know, but uh, I, I want it to be something really just off the off the books. And Randy's just done. So maybe a, another fire, put him in a coffin, set the coffin on fire or something like that. We want blood now, WWE. This is what you've done. This yeah. is how you started this storyline. We are calling for blood. Yeah, but just so blood. 
Yeah. We, we need we need an intervention or an exorcism <laughs> or a prayer circle or something. But like to to quote the fiend, yowie wowie, like come on, like, this is getting wild. It's getting a little surreal, and I I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm just a little freaked out. I need things to go back to normal. We need to <laughs> no, like, let's just get the world back to normal. Let's get Alexa back to Little Miss Bliss and nope. the the not scary contacts and pigtails and and we'll be good. Yeah. And I think I'm really starting to realize that with this storyline, I no longer I no longer I don't care about people fighting just to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like I mm-hmm. now think I love my storylines to be this fantastical, like with Randy Orton and the Fiend, like just so overly fantastical that you know it's not real, that you have to play into it. Or I like my feuds with a little bit of like real, like you know the backstory to it behind it. But this whole fighting for the sake of fighting, fighting because you have a title, just just fighting to fight does not draw me anymore. Um, because of the reality era of wrestling, we know all these people's business, all of their lives. So I feel like you have to take something for their life from their life and kind of turn it up. And that is more appealing than trying to make a regular feud from whole cloth and just saying like, oh, we hate each other. So we're going to fight. Like, for example, again, I like the Sasha and Bianca storyline because it, it takes, um, a real life situation they both respect each other but now they are realizing that it is one one on one and that you know they each have different motivations as to why they want to win at wrestlemania um this is so fantastical that it you just have to believe in it the tian shaw is so fantastical you have to believe in it um seth versus cesaro fighting does nothing for me like even though I you know what I'm saying like I know they are great in ring tacticians I know that it's going to be a great match they've had great matches but again that just does nothing for me personally and I'm not going to judge anybody if they like that and I'm not you know feel free to judge me on that if you want to I just I need a little bit more when it comes to my my wrestling matches personally and this is what it's 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 um this is what it's come to for me. I know a lot of people don't like this fiend stuff because they think it's too fantastical and he looks dumb and it's just kiddie stuff. But I, I really like it. Man, them people are incorrect. Okay. I like, <laughs> I like, I like to move the story a lot. Like, like, like you, like move the story. Like if it's, if, it, if we have created a demon, you gotta be a demon. Like the, mm-hmm. we, we missed the days of the undertaker, you right. know, uh, you know, kidnapping Stephanie McMahon and all this other <laughs> stuff. Like, Oh my gosh. And like tri- triple H and her, her like getting married to him mm-hmm. when she's like, pass out. like we know that stuff's not real now, but yeah. it was just the idea back then that this stuff could really be happening that. Yeah. We, you lean into the storyline. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Undertaker is not dead. We know this. He ended up riding a motorcycle one time. You know, like for a whole stint, he just was like, "I'm not dead anymore. I'm riding a motorcycle." We're like, "Okay, cool." You know, like <laughs> Kane. We've seen him like buried alive. We've seen him burnt. We've seen him come at the you know de- dead. We've seen him alive, and we're okay with that. So yeah, exactly. So give me the fiend and all of its fantasticalness isms. You know, give me all of that. Or like you said, make it something that I can latch onto in real life. Another reason why we liked Kane and the Undertaker stories because they were quote unquote brothers. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh look, the two brothers and their father, Paul Heyman, or whatever you know, whatever yeah, the little Paul story Bear, was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Paul Bearer, whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Point oh. of the pause, <laughs> you know, like 
you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Like we, okay. These people are probably never related and it's fine. You know, like we are but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fun. It was fun. It made these things more fun. And so, yeah, I am, I'm with you on this one. Either move, give me like a, a detailed intertwined story of like a long time feud or give me a story that I can latch on to and say, this is fun to watch. But yeah, just, uh, you know, I'm feeling bored. So I feel like calling out this person. Okay. That's fine. But it's not going to draw me that in as much as something like this. Yep. Um, so just some quick uh, storylines to watch. Uh, new New Day game night. Um, Chappelle, I included it. I know you you love your black henchmen and the original black henchman is almost oh. uh, AJ Styles. Almost, yeah. His, his uh, AJ and almost uh, go to test their team skills on New Day. Does like a little game night. They play charades. It's really funny. It's just a funny storyline. Um, AJ and almost are are going to be facing New Day for the Raw Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. I uh, this isn't our. I don't know why I'm giving all my predictions. Like we're not also going to do a WrestleMania preview. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, I'm why sorry. Not? I got to stop. No, <laughs> we don't have to get into that. No, we don't yeah. have to get into that. Yeah, we can. But, we can talk about what we what we saw, and it's definitely yeah, yes. Omis. Omis not having a lot of words for the New Day, <laughs> and New Day is all about fun and games. He would not agree with us about our fantastical storylines at all. Yes. Omis is here to to fight. Yes, you know. <laughs> Matt, so disappointed. You, yeah, Matt, how did you feel about Omis just completely disregarding the game? I was looking forward to him being the Bob Ross of WWE. Like I thought he was going to come out and like surprise us. Commentators, especially Corey Graves, can't help but talk about how we're going to be surprised by Omis at WrestleMania. <laughs> and he just stood there. And he didn't even like, I'm just upset. He didn't even <laughs> like know what the Lion King was. He didn't. It, look, dude, it's like, come on, just play the game. We want to see what you have have in store. Be a good sport. Mm-hmm. I was so mm-hmm. disappointed by him. Oh, he almost is about that action. No, nah, yeah. he about that action. He about them hands. He not trying to talk to y'all. He don't look. He see the new day. There's a more black on the crime going on here. <laughs> he see the new day. He see the new day for what they are. He's like y'all. Y'all like all of this jumping around. AJ Styles is into it, but no, no. Almost is about to punch you, and that's exactly. what he's here to do. I'm yeah. excited to see him. Yeah. Well, he made that point. I I appreciated that. I like when like there's logic. Like again, Bianca Belair has been great with the logic, but also Omis was great with like stop with the games. We're not here for the games. We're here to <laughs> fight. So why are we going to do all of this? But I do appreciate New Day's game night and them trying <laughs> to, to uh, do something there. But AJ just came out on the short end of this one. I feel like everyone else had a great night. He just ended yeah. up kind of. You know, being squashed in in that he tried, mm-hmm. he tried, yeah, tried. It, yeah this is just going to be a really fun, um, a really fun match. I am interested to see uh, Omis wrestling. I would love to see some really cool type of moonsault or something. Yeah, <laughs> I want him. No, I want him to be a high flyer. Like I, I'm assuming if he is, I will cry. If, I will if he cry ever, and I, if he stands on that turnbuckle, I'm going. I, I'm. It's going to take me out. Okay. Like, who's going to catch him? <laughs> no one. I just need him flipping all over the place. That's honestly, if that I don't get that, I'm going to be disappointed. Is it the Somalia who does all the flips? Like if Omis yeah, goes full Somalia and he just starts like like teach him in the Black Henchman support group. Black so. Henchman group chat. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and speaking of the sommelier, the former sommelier, the current Bay, uh, we got Shayna versus uh, Naomi. A quick match. Um, uh, uh, I think this came about because Naomi and Lana were talking about how they they kind of want to rematch for the belt. Um, we just got a quick um, a quick match with her and Shayna. Uh, Naya and Reggie were there, and then. Actually, the sexy muscle friends were on commentary. Uh, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. <sighs> I don't want to say anything mean. But, but uh, I, look, I'll it. tell you what I wrote down. Say it. Mandy say Rose it. is not electric on commentary. Oh my Mandy God. is no, very no. serious and monotone. And that's all, I, that's all I wrote about that. I feel bad for Dana Brooke, too, because she... Look, she's not, she is what she is, but she does have personality. And I just kind of felt like Mandy was sucking the energy out of the moment, you know, but she's yeah, good at other stuff, good at other stuff. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They definitely won't have jobs in commentary, which is fine. Uh, uh, but I think we can, we can kind of table this because we'll get into uh, more of this uh, when we get to our SmackDown highlights. Definitely we'll get into more of that. So um, that was our raw highlights of the week. Uh, we are going to go now here directly into our SmackDown highlights of the week. So um, the major, the major thing about SmackDown this week um, was Edge. Edge delivered a very good promo, basically saying that um, he is now uh, the rated R superstar is back after like brutally beating up Roman and um, Daniel Bryan with a chair the other week. He is now the rated R superstar is back. He is now um, the ultimate opportunist again. This was a great promo. This really just was a great promo. And everything after it was just like, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're furthering this Roman, Edge, and Daniel feud. And I'm just so glad that Edge finally got... Um, it, it his fire back like he said my my fire is back i i i'm i'm i want it i want it and i believe him i i i really do and now i'm just kind of like well dang do i want him to get his title back <laughs> like I, and and the the match is going to be uh uh 10 years to the day that he had to retire so this is this is this storyline is so good it really is and uh addition of daniel bryan aside if you are for it or you aren't against it i think this would have been a barn burner no matter what um and then we get daniel bryan versus jay usu on a street fight at that main eventing i okay sure like fine but i think the biggest thing was edge really came out here and just delivered a great promo uh matt what do you think well first of all Edge and his promo. You mentioned, so this storyline is interesting because we get three really solid wrestlers and I'm really happy that they're there. And Ryan last week, Ryan Popola was talking about how, how like even a year ago, we wouldn't have been able to see this match. Two years ago, we wouldn't have been able to see it. Definitely 10 years ago, we wouldn't have been able to see this match. So it's awesome that's happening. For me, the story isn't actually there. Like, I feel like Edge is very upset over nothing because no one kidnapped his family. No one burned his house down. Oh no God. one burned him. No one shoved him off a scaffold. No one blew <laughs> him up. Like, it's not that serious. Like, it's a match. Let Daniel Bryan in. Calm down. No. Calm okay. down. 
Calm down. So you you win you win a a bowling trophy, and then they're like, "Oh, here's your trophy." Oh, the the person who didn't even come in second here, you also get to stand in this picture with the guy who who won. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, he won the Royal Rumble. Edge won won the Royal Rumble. He outlasted twenty nine other men, including Daniel Bryan, who didn't even make the top four, and now he has to share his WrestleMania moment with Daniel Bryan. I get exactly why he's mad. Like, you're the, the judge. Oh, oh yeah, I'm I'm breaking the tie here, and yeah. I want to take you guys back, 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 back to before the Royal Rumble when I called it. I said Edge was going to win the Royal Rumble. It was one of my only predictions. Oh, uh, yeah, we can roll the roll the footage, but I was roll like, you know, footage. I picked I picked Edge because I knew him. I was like, you know, I'm a casual, but y'all said Edge was coming back. He had been out for a while, and I was like, oh, well, give it to Edge. And he did it. So imagine my disdain when I turn on my like my clips and I see Edge complaining about having to fight Daniel Bryan. I was like, who invited you? Uh, like, why are you here? No, I am completely on Edge's side here. Daniel Bryan has no business in this match. Are we supposed to be rooting for Daniel Bryan because he's taking out Jey Uso? He's like, yeah, you know, people like Daniel Bryan. Are we supposed to be rooting for him in this match? Because I am completely in Edge's corner. Edge deserves this match and I hope Edge wins. You know what? We you act we act like he no 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 Edge Edge acts like he's never been in a triple threat match. He's been hasn't he been in a triple threat match for the world championship at Mania? Am I remembering correctly? Because Here's, I'm pretty sure he has. Daniel Bryan has been in triple threat matches going for the world championship. So what is wrong? If you are a veteran, what you should say when someone proposes a triple threat match is Oh yeah, I've been in those before. Sure, where's the paperwork? Let me sign look, it. Like that's what you should be going for. Look, but look, calm down, buddy. Calm down. No, you've been no, doing this. You've no, done it. Stop complaining. No, absolutely Stop complaining. not. He Edge. can complain. He can complain. Yeah, you know how you got a job that you hate and you still go there and you complain every day, but you still go to work. Yeah. That's what Edge is doing. Yeah. Like, look, I'm still gonna fight you in your little triple threat match or whatever. But make no mistake, I'm gonna complain about it in the meantime because I just don't understand why Daniel Bryan gets this shot. Edge won the Royal. Like he ro- he won it. He was there. Exactly. He won. Like I'm thinking, my prediction's right. We're gonna see Edge in this title match, and now I gotta watch Daniel Bryan, and it's not fair. It's not fair to Edge, period. So, no, I I agree that he should be complaining a little bit, but you're right. He's a wrestler at the end of the day, and he's got to handle his business. Now, if he loses to Daniel Bryan, I think he could complain some more. Honestly, I think he would deserve a rematch or something like Mm -hmm. that because he earned it. Like, had this been someone else, had Daniel Bryan won the Royal Rumble, would we be having Edge as the triple threat match? Probably not. So, I think Edge has a legitimate concern, and, you know, I hope he uh, pulls it out at the end. Yeah, it just it just makes it hard because I again I think this is just one of the matches where whoever wins I feel like I'm going to be okay with I I again I want Roman to continue on this really dominant heel um streak championship that he's he's doing um but that promo really got me fired up for Edge I I if he wins it I I'd like it too Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I mean, I love Dale Bryan, and if he wins, that's so be it. But it's just, I like Edge has convinced me he's an interloper. He's an interloper. Yeah. He hasn't earned what I've earned. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's a good so, point. That's a good point. <laughs> Edge really is the one who's kind of made us think that Daniel Bryan doesn't deserve it. I would yeah, be pissed if Daniel Bryan wins. I, I want Edge, either Edge or Roman, to walk out of it. Daniel Bryan. Are, okay, you you might have convinced me. I'll, I'll be uh, less stubborn about yes. this. 
that um, maybe he doesn't deserve to be there. But he's fun. He just injects so much life and energy. Like, I feel like I got, when I was watching him on SmackDown, just these, like, Kevin McAllister Home Alone vibes. He's running around, nails Edge in the face with a knee, throws some marbles down, throws some thumbtacks, whatever. Roman knocks him out, and they're just laying there. We need that. And Daniel Bryan got Roman mm-hmm. into that yes lock um, on the the ramp. So I yeah. wonder, I'm really wondering how their their WrestleMania uh, match is going to play out. So I, this is one of those feuds, again, that it is reality. It is all of these three men's reality yeah. put into a storyline. And it is so, it just pulls you in. And this is the type I like. They they are not fighting just for the fake. Uh, the sake of fighting they have each clearly came out um stated in their their promos what they they want out of this match why they're doing this and all of them make sense like we were just talking about last week how daniel bryan's promo makes sense so maybe we're the ones who are like flip-flopping because they're just all so convincing with their words but i i love this um i I really do this is going to be a really good main event and i i really can't wait to see what happens um, any any final words on Edge, uh, Daniel Bryan, and Roman before we move on? Mm-mm. Great. So we got Bianca versus Carmella. Uh, we did. <laughs> which was is actually that the wine, not- is that the wine lady? That's the wine yes. lady. Yes, yes, that is the okay. wine lady. She's still um, drinking. Is that still her thing? Well, she lost She's- her sommelier. Well, yeah. yeah well, she fired her sommelier. Whatever. I don't think he's just, he's good. Can she be the wine lady without a small yay? Where's a black henchman? Are you really? A, yeah, like, if you don't have a black henchman, what are you? Exactly. Yeah, she nothing. Nothing, nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so this match was, it was good. It was short. It was sweet. They actually have really good chemistry together. In their it was a good match. It was. It actually yeah. was really, really good, to be quite honest. Um, and then we got Sasha try to kind of uh, get one over on Bianca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bianca's you know, like, girl. <laughs> you know I didn't like this. You know I didn't like this. I know you. Why? I know you're. I know you're a Sasha fan. I know you are one of the biggest Sasha fans. But you know about my baby mama, oh, and man. I don't play about Bianca. And <laughs> I feel like, like Sasha. Okay, cool. You came out like, look, this is a grudge. You know, like we we are rivals at this point. So I can fight you. It's on site whenever. It's and she site, tried yeah. this, and they're like, you know, Bianca's like, look, hey, I see what you're trying to do. I'm gonna save myself for WrestleMania because uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna whoop you when it matters. However, like come a butt, you uh, Bianca, don't let this girl run up on you. You better slap her up in the you know. Like, you got, I, I was like, you don't just let her out the ring. She tried to jump you. She playing scared, Mari. She playing scared. Your girl playing scared. That that was low. <laughs> like she said, she's trying to hold it in. She 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 doesn't want them to go too far. She wants them to have that WrestleMania moment, especially when she feels like she is going to beat Sasha again. It's all logical. It all makes mm-hmm. sense. I like it. I like it. They're like, ah, y'all got me there. You yeah, like you almost got me. You almost got me. <laughs> but, but, but if Bianca, Bianca ambushes Sasha before WrestleMania, I'm okay with it because well, you started uh-huh. it. You know, Bianca you got start. that really good slap in. She like last yeah. week. Bianca slapped the taste out of. That's all she needed, and that's, that's why. I, that's why I think it's they're even. They're technically even yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Okay, we all we all level playing field. Yeah, because I was like Bianca, okay. you letting her, you letting her go for the sake of WrestleMania and preserving your energy, but also a steel chair. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let nobody jump you, man. Don't be no sucker. I right, I'm Team Bianca all the way, Matt. She's unbothered. I love yeah. it. I love yes, it. unbothered I love queen. It. 
Yeah, yeah. She just like she's like you. You think that that's gonna get me? You think because everyone in WWE is so trigger happy. They're just like, yes. go, no, you can, you can't get her to fight you if you tried unless she wants to. And she's yeah. right. Like, why it would I waste so my energy on you, Sasha Banks, in your little sequin cat suit when I could wait until WrestleMania when more people <laughs> be watching? She's all about the ratings. Exactly. Yeah. Mari, Mari yeah. I have a question for you though. Is uh-huh. is Carmella is Carmella getting better as a wrestler? Okay, I was watching so we don't need to talk about that. that. You know, it, no, that's a, I, I this know is how Mari feels about Carmella, but no. I definitely saw I saw some some potential in the match. I thought it was good. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, yeah. And this is actually what I was about to get into. Thank you for queuing that up. I, I not no. only did I think, yeah, I, I think that they had great chemistry together. So I wouldn't mind if um they have a program that depending if Bianca does walk out of WrestleMania, the champion. Um, but Carmella and herself, I think she is the she is the warning uh, with changing your gimmick and then going straight after the title that I think mm-hmm. everybody needs to heed. Like, this is what Rhea needs to kind of heed, even though I think Rhea is going to come out on top as opposed to Carmella didn't. This is what Apollo needs to heed because mm-hmm. Carmella got completely rebooted she got new packaging. They made her out to be like amazing with Reginald. She had a, a two month feud with Sasha for that mm-hmm. title. She came up short and um, Chappelle, this is the first time she's been on TV in a month. Right? Oh, so this yeah. is a brand new Carmilla. Like that's why that's why I asked if she was a wine lady because I was like, where's the wine? Where's the gimmick? You know, yeah. but. It seems like she's that's just a new monster. I, I like that. I think she, I think she sobered up a little bit from that. Oh the last I think the last we saw of her, she was slapping a bottle of wine out of Reginald's hands and went shattering. And then she's just been mad. She's yeah. probably been detoxing though, because she was yeah. drinking a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I and that's what I'm saying. So when you when you immediately uh um change your character and your gimmick and then you immediately go into a title feud that you don't win. It, it WWE doesn't have a good track record of what happens to you afterwards. So mm-hmm. um, I I hope Carmella. I hope something happens because during the women's segment where all the uh, all of the we'll get. I guess that's mm-hmm. next. So yeah, when all of the women came into like the tag team brawl, she was just they showed her backstage watching the all the tag teams brawl. And then Billy Kay handed her the like the resume. So I was like, okay, are they teasing that they're going to put her and Billy Kay together? Um, but my hope is I, I want Bailey Bailey hasn't been on TV in weeks, and Bailey doesn't have a WrestleMania match right now. So that really makes me sad. Because I, I love Nisa Bailey, and if the most natural fit would be a Carmel, Carmella and Bailey um, tag team because they are like best friends, legit in real life. Um, so I, I hope, I hope maybe uh, we'll get um, an announcement about a multi women's tag team match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Maybe Carmella will be inserted into that match as well, and hopefully her partner is Bailey, maybe. But. Um, I like I, I I want them to do more with Carmella because even though I was saying I don't you know I didn't like their feud I really didn't like their feud and yeah um but I I did like the gimmick I did like the gimmick I don't think she really needs Reggie um because I think her gimmick was strong without it's, it could last without him but they need to put that same push that they were giving her earlier you know 
Um, maybe after WrestleMania season, we'll see. I guess that's what to I'm saying. I, I'm saying I kind of want more Carmella, surprisingly. Hey, Matt is you. looking at me shocked. Yeah, like... No, 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 no. I get it, because, like, thinking about it logically, mm-hmm. you know, she has... She's done a good job with everything they've ever given her. Like... Yeah. With the uh, whatever the the uh, that Amore guy and Big Cass and yeah. then, um, you know James Ellsworth and then Our Truth and then mm-hmm. Somalier, like they got it all figured out. So I, you know what, she's she is underrated. Yeah, like I, that. I like Carmela. Like I think she knows she has a, a great place. Um, uh, when she knows what she's doing, she's she's doing really well. So. I just want more. I want more Carmella and way more Bailey. That's basically what I'm saying. I want. I want more of them. Like a lot more of them. Um. So again, like we mentioned, we our next highlight. We got Natty versus Shayna, which was literally a two second match. Like what? I was. Natty, I was so confused. Natty what? pinned Shayna in like two seconds. Well, you know, Shayna is still yeah. kind of. It's still that apology tour for uh knocking Oscar's tooth out. I guess so, or something, yeah. but. So, Man, uh, and it, I just want to say really quickly, I love how Natty and Tamina are just being positioned now in a way that actually matters. Like, I didn't uh-huh. mind it. Nat, Nat, Natalia Neidhart, you know, she should be, uh, I think, a lot more prominent than she is now. So, yeah. Back to you so, in the studio, Mari. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Natty and Shayna had like the quickest match I've ever seen in my entire life. And then, um, all the women's tag teams who we've been talking about this, like all the women's tag teams have a gripe against Shayna and Naya and they all were just like F it. And they just all came out. Uh, so we had, so of course we had Natty and Tamina. Uh, Shayna and Naya were already out there with Reggie. Uh, we had the sexy muscle friends come out. We had the riot squad come out. Mm-hmm. And then we had Naomi and Lana come out. Mm-hmm. And then they specifically showed us Carmella looking on the screen at all of that happening. So that if, if we add a Carmella team, that's six women's tag teams um, that are uh, could be vying for the women's uh, belts at WrestleMania. I hope I really hope like that seems like a lot of teams. That's like a lot of teams. Six. But I, yeah. I kind of want them to do something. I don't know if I, I would. I love a good. I always love a ladder match. Like I would love right. the belts above yeah. the ring ladder, ladder style match. Um, sixteen seems like a lot for that. But it, I'll take it. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. But maybe, or maybe if the worst thing that I think they could do is do like a battle royal, like a a tag team battle <laughs> royal where they just throw them over. Oh, I don't think they'll do that. I don't. Maybe think they could do a gauntlet. No. Maybe a tag team gauntlet match. Uh, I feel like a a battle royal for the women is kind of like it's like a diva era kind of. Thing. And actually, that exactly. segment that we saw was very diva very, era very when they used to have like, okay, I'm going to do my finisher on you, and then the next one mm-hmm. does the finisher on the next one. And this was a, this was better than that. We did see yeah. some like dominance. Well. We saw it come back to, to Natty and Tamina at the end, but we did see, you know, a few different spots from people, which was cool. But yeah, we, we better not get a, we better not get a battle royal. Yeah. I, I, I want to see what it is. I hope it's, I hope something happens where we get at least a multi-woman uh, match on 
on WrestleMania, one of the WrestleMania nights. Totally. Uh, maybe maybe they'll have to if if there's six teams, maybe they'll have to do three like three matches against each other, and then whoever wins qualifies to go on for the multi the multi woman tag match. Uh, Chappelle, what did you think about all these women <laughs> just running? Yeah, in? no, this was entertaining for sure. Uh, I'm with y'all. I don't know what they're gonna do with them, but they, you'll kind of have to use them all at this point because they all just right. ended up fighting in the end. It went from like us holding back this fight, which I love that. I love to see the locker room is so invested in keeping like the peace that now they've run out and like, oh no, like <laughs> we're not wrestlers anymore. We're real people, you know. Like I like I like that a little bit. However, <laughs> I'm a but. Um, remember Oscar and, and Rhea? Weren't they just yeah. beefing with Naya? Like just oh, the other day, like, are they not going to get involved in this? This is a perfect opportunity for them to get their revenge. You know, if the, you know, in this tag thing, thing, this is what I was talking about when I say it's too convoluted. It's because like Naya and Shayna are beefing with Oscar and, and Rhea, but now they've gone and gotten themselves into what potentially could be, you know, a, a six team brawl. Yeah. And then you have, you know, them like, Oscar and Ray are still in existence. They can still come and screw this all up for them. So that's why I was like, if you can just keep these storylines separate for just a little bit longer, mm-hmm. so you can, so I can focus on, you know, the tag team Ooh. of it all mm-hmm. or the Oscar of it all, you know. And then, like you said, we were getting people from, uh, you know, all over the place. You had like uh, Carmella in the background, like looking for takers, and I'm like, we just gave Oscar a fake partner just like on on Monday. So I was like, yeah. for me, it's a lot because I'm like, is that just not going to play into this at all? Because it very well should. I don't yeah, think and it, I, Yeah. Yeah. And I think for a story purpose it should, right? You just came and like forced me into a match with like somebody who I don't even like and talked all this noise. What do I look like watching you sit around and like demolish these other people? Like, no, I'm gonna come in too. I wanna be involved in this, especially yeah. now that I have a fake tag team partner. So I I I don't know. You disrespected me and now you go and get in a fight with a bunch of other people and I'm just supposed to stand by and let it happen? No. I, so I, think, I, I want some of that to, to come back to, you know, I want the story to kind of uh, to mean something instead of just like exactly. kind of leaving that out to dry. And I think the I think the glue that is holding all of this together, because it is mad confusing. But I think the glue that's holding all of this together is just that Shayna and Naya piss everybody off. I think yeah. that's why I'm yeah. like, okay. they, they so piss everybody off. So that is yeah. like, you're, you're like, oh, they're justified. Like they're so they're all justified. They want to run in on them and take their, their tag titles because they're just so annoying that everybody hates them. And I and that's what I love about it. I love that everybody hates them. I love that in like. Now between them, Reggie seems to be coming in between them, and that might be the catalyst for why they lose their belts. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I just really do like this storyline. I think Naya and Shayna are just <laughs> when Naya, when Naya uh, said uh, to Raya, uh, "I'll show you what," and then she did the stomp brutality is on Monday. Yeah. I lost my ish because. <laughs> I love when people make fun of other wrestlers like gimmicks <laughs> and stuff like that. And I, I was crying laughing. So I, I just, I love what Shannon and I are doing. And I love that, uh, Chappelle, we should have sent you this, but, um, on TikTok, they've been, they've been, um, uh, they've been, uh, ramping up these storylines because on TikTok you'll have Naya and Reggie doing TikTok challenges, and in the mm-hmm. back Shayna is like looking at them crazy. Or they did the walk challenge. Reggie and and Naya were doing the walk challenge, and then Shayna came up in between them, uh, and pushed, pushed them out the way. Yeah, pushed them out. Yeah, the way. yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's been it, it's so funny that they're they are um continuing this stuff on TikTok. So I I love it. I'm here for it. Uh, Naya 
push push uh, Naomi out of her own TikTok when Naomi was doing a, a TikTok dance. So I don't like I, that. I know. I just I love all of this. I, this Nia Shana thing is is great. I hope that if they lose the tag team championships, I hope they then this, they have to fight each other to see who can go on to get the title. And I hope Reggie and and Nia turn into a, a again we said it last week, but into like a Eddie Guerrero and and China style um, relationship on screen relationship. So. It, it's so fun. Like it, it really is. It's so fun. I love multi tag team matches. I hope we get something with the women. Um, but I guess we'll we'll see uh down the line. Yeah, yes. and the only thing I'll add is that WWE, Vince McMahon, please just stop breaking people up. We I just yeah. want people to be around long enough that in twenty years from now we'll look back and be like, Oh, remember that tag team? Remember the hurt business? Remember Naya and Shayna? Like <laughs> just Give us something to hold on to, to get comfortable with, a sense of safety and security. So much is changing in the world, Vince. And we just we just want our Naya and our Shayna. And they're great. They're great. But I think that we're going to probably see what you're talking about, Mari, with the breakup uh, mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. I mean, at this point, me it makes sense. It, it makes sense. They are they are complete and utter, utter single stars and they've actually been a tag team for almost a year now. So it, at this point, I do think it's time mm-hmm. to hang it up. They not, they've been a tag team for over a year now and they've had those tag team belts for at least if you put their range together, at least six or seven months, something like really long like that. I think it's mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, about seven months, I want to say. So it, it's, it's, it is a natural logical conclusion. It's not just breaking up the iconics to break up the iconics, which is so that was rude. That was yeah. That was messed up. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I'm gonna have so, to get my Australian accent out again just to. <laughs> mm, that, I'm, oh, hold it's back, okay. Hold you back. don't have to do it. You don't mm-hmm. have to do it. Good here. So, um, our next uh, <laughs> <laughs> our next highlight is Apollo challenges Big E to a, a Nigerian drum match. Like, <laughs> what the hell is that? Are mean? we offended? Are we offended? Oh, yeah. What the hell does that mean? Okay, wait. Let me just say, he, okay, so every week we come on, we're like, I don't know if this is offensive. He said, he implied that his entire, not just the ancestors, his entire family, one, owns drums, two, knows how to play drums, and I just know that's not true. I know it. That. <laughs> Look, are we mad yet? He gonna have his whole family at this match. He better win. You better win. You didn't brought the ancestors into this. Your family, drums, trouble. You about to embarrass your entire country. You talk about Nigeria. You about to embarrass the entire country. You better win this match, boy. I was like, he's okay, from, you're doing he's a lot. From Sacramento. He's from Sacramento. Then what? You don't drag them into this. You're not gonna have them embarrassed on WrestleMania. Like you. What does that even mean? <laughs> Apollo. Apollo, what are you doing? So, so Chappelle, I don't know how how much if you've been keeping up with this, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, good for uh, you if you haven't. Apollo embraced his roots. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's gone Nigerian. <laughs> um, he has his accent now because he said he's dropped the he stopped trying to assimilate. So now he's going to talk in his true Marty. accent. Stop it. Um, <laughs> 
I think this this proves that Vince McMahon does not listen to this podcast because we've said that in order for this this um this character to work out, it needs to be grounded more in reality. It needs to go back to his roots. We need to see his family. We need to learn more about it. They have gone the complete opposite direction, and they said they said. They said, fuck subtlety. We're going to go cartoonish. That's basically yeah. what they said. We, me and Matt, said, well, we said, maybe just dial the accent down a little bit. Look, I, I like that they lean into the ridiculousness of all of this. This man from Sacramento embracing his, like, look, I'm from Texas. I, I have roots, damn it. And I can embrace them, but I can't speak in an accent that's convincing or anything. But if I wanted to, I, I definitely Right. And that's what I'm saying. So I'm okay with them embracing like the ridiculousness of all of this as long as he ends up losing. I cannot root for somebody right. who is a cartoon, like a caricature of what he is trying to be. I can't. So it's like, you have to lose this match, or at least you have to have some downfall to snap you out of this. Like, this is a, you know, this is a gimmick. And I, I need you to either fully embrace it all the way and be the hometown hero that you claim to be, or be a cartoon character and we get to laugh at you as you lose. But you don't get to do both. I remember Kurt Angle yeah. when he went uh, like full milkman, you know, he was yes. like, got milk, mm. you know, like, okay, if he really liked milk and stuff, like we can, okay, you know, we can embrace that. But he was a cartoon character of what he yeah. was trying to be. And that's, and I think that's what this is. I just think it's at the expense of like actual Nigerians who care, yeah. you know, like, so this is a American born, you know, of Nigerian descent. But I hope he's not offending anybody who's actually from Nigeria in this yeah. because he is going to lose this match. Um, or at least we'll be rooting for him to lose. Matt? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we need a Nigerian drum fight. <laughs> it makes me think of the Punjabi prison Punjabi match. And Great Kali. Great Kali. Great Kali is going into the Hall of Fame this year. What are these people doing? They honestly, they know that there's not going to be much of a crowd. So they're just trying to slip him in now because. Hey, don't be rude to the Great Kali. Like he, he was not. But he he literally he opened mm -hmm. that market for India. Like you cannot. Yes, yes, I get, I get, I respect that. I mean, mm -hmm. the, a lot of you know, there are other people who could have who could have really been big stars there. But he's the great Kali. Like his his reputation is as being someone who cannot really wrestle. And he's going to the Hall of Fame. But you know what? We have a lot of other people in the Hall of Fame that I would yeah. take off the list. It's a made for. up. Yeah. It's a you know what? I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Sorry. I had no chill. Um, I take no, it back. Okay. But the, okay. the Punjabi prison match versus like, the Nigerian drum fight. I, I yeah. Um, Any of these. One of like, them seems more. Are we going to have drums around the ring? That's he said drums. That's what he said. You cannot yeah. call this a drum fight and not it's have no drums there. The ring. Yeah. There's yeah. Like a tape circle. I, but then I was kind of thinking, like, are they going to throw drums at each other? Like, can they use like drums? We will fight with drums. That's going to be a really annoying match. <laughs> I just, like, this is wrestling. If there's a drum outside of the ring, I feel like you have to use it, right? Like, at some point. Like, you got to like, get put through the drum, hit upside the head with the drum. You I really you think can't. they're they're gonna have a whole bunch of people in like African garb <laughs> with drums around the ring, and I don't. And I, I didn't think about what you were saying, Chappelle. Like I agree. Like if you're gonna, it's okay to go cartoony for a gimmick, but is it okay to go cartoony with somebody's culture? Like exactly. Like I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not Nigerian. You could be. Uh, well, yeah, I was gonna say oh, my dad. <laughs> 
I was going to say, my dad did get his ancestry thing back, and he's like 60 to 70% Nigerian, so technically, okay, so I'm you probably, are yeah, 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 but, but, black I'm, struggle. <laughs> exactly but you know apollo said like his um i think his parents are, are are is he first or second generation something like that i think he want we don't know because the wwe has not gone the way that they should have gone and explained to us how he is nigerian i know his grandfather he keeps saying his grandfather is nigerian but i can't tell if he's like first generation second generation like uh af like literal african american you know um mm -hmm. and i again i really wish they 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 took the cartoony bit off and actually delved into his family lineage talk about how proud he is and again i would love the accent way better if it was just subtler but no nah, they said they said f it and they just went um they went the other way so i i'm not again i can't tell anybody to be offended or how or how to um address this i would love to hear from any if we have any nigerian listeners uh, to let us know what they think about it um i know again he's getting he was getting great engagement and um at least weeks ago it was like very like 50 50 people loved it you know people uh, thought it was really cool now i'm not sure i i haven't gotten a chance to see what the what it is now but it just seems like it is it is going over the top and i don't know if i feel comfortable with it and like Chappelle says you're going up against biggie who is like one of the biggest hearts of the company like a, an amazing person in and outside of the ring and i'm going to be rooting for him and yeah. if if and when hopefully if if um biggie wins then where does apollo go from here mm -hmm. because I'm not going to want to watch that personally. I'm personally not going to want to watch him struggle through an accent every week. And he got, he got did you? Yeah. <sighs> oh, sorry. You know what yeah. this reminds me of? What? Crime time. Oh, yeah. Crime no. time. Yes. It's because like you finally get like, okay, we go, we got some black yeah. people in the WWE that's not the rock, right? And yeah. We bring them out and we're like, oh yeah, like they got their gold chains and their jerseys and they stealing from everybody. They're like, wait, hold, hold on. <laughs> wait, they stealing from everybody? You're like, like, dang, like I almost had something I could latch on to and then you had to mess it up. Oh, you know, God. like I was very happy to see Crime Time until I found out they were thieves and, yeah. you know, like stuff like that. Like, you know, I, so I feel like there's a thin line, right? Like you could say, hey, yeah. let's embrace some, you know, some authenticity but, in our people. Oh. But also, let's not make this a caricature of an actual culture or a person. But then I have to, to be ask fair. you because, like, I was, I was very young when crime time happened. And uh -huh. they did switch, they did go to this, this switch where it went from like them committing crimes to them kind of just committing pranks and it yeah. and it was funny again it was kind of like oh this is kind of funny and they were kind of they were good guys and people were like cheering for them and they mm -hmm. were kind of just the pranksters so yeah. i guess mm -hmm. that line is very thin where can you yeah. 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 Again, you calling them crime time is enough for me to be like ew you know right, exactly it's the name and i don't know the difference between a felony and a misdemeanor again uh we have other uh lawyers in the rhap universe uh, mm -hmm. i do not know the law like that and hope mm -hmm. i don't ever find out but um i will say you know look they they tried it and they got away with it for a long time their name was crime time they did get away with it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, I, yeah, very, very thin. 
uh, very thin line. Um, so, also, more black on black crime. The same. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, way, way too too much. Uh, so we'll see. I, I just got, I, again, watching this live, I was like, what did he say? A Nigerian yeah. drum match. <laughs> he didn't even tell us what the match was going to be. Like, what's the, except for the drums, like, do you just exactly. pin them? Is it a normal match think, with drums? And I think Matt talked about it maybe two weeks ago, but it, the tone just does not, we don't know what the tone for this feud is supposed to be. They go back and forth between it being goofy, like calling it a Nigerian drum match, to Big E trying to deliver an intense promos, and then they were like wrestling, like they were um backstage brawling um, because they apparently hate each other. So where are we where are we going with this? Is this supposed to be a serious feud and a serious match where Apollo and Big E hate each other because um, uh, Big E kept telling Apollo to sit in catering? Or is this now a cartoony match where uh, Apollo is, we have drum circles and people wearing feathers? Like, I think Let the tone me, is the problem in this. Let me just give you this. One thing I know for sure is that there are people backstage at WWE who are laughing at this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a keep it There's simple. a person. There's a person in the back. Of the uh, at, at least a few. At least a few. I'm sure Hulk Hogan thought it was funny. Moving oh. on. What's next on the, what's next on our subject? Like, what we got? What's on the agenda? So, uh, our next highlight is, uh, we get another premiere. Uh, Sammy premieres his documentary trailer. Sammy has been trying to document how the WWE has wronged him. He's had his whole, his own documentary crew following him for months now. And he finally has put the trailer together. He has a special guest, Logan Paul there. Because reasons, um, <laughs> and uh, Sammy Sammy debuts this documentary trailer, and this documentary trailer is pretty good. Whoever edited, <laughs> did they say edited by Sammy Zayn? Because I saw that it was like directed by mm-hmm. Sammy Zayn, executive producer is Sammy Zayn. It was really cool. I actually really like the 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 suspense. The like, oh, can you see this? It, it's very um, conspiracy documentary uh, based, fact based. Uh, what did you guys think of the trailer itself? First and foremost, cool. I, don't, I don't look. There was just a lot happening in there. There were zebras <laughs> mentioned. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> and I get it, like the referees, the zebra. But yeah, why was why did Logan Paul show up again? Um. He, I, I don't know, but because he has three million YouTube followers, exactly, yeah. exactly. People at home, and we need them to start watching wrestling. And so we bring in, you know, our ringer with a lot of YouTube followers. I'm sure he's a TikToker guy as well, you know. So he probably gets, and I, you know, this, oh this no, incorporates all. This. I, I don't get why why he showed up, and I'll also say in the gimmick of it all. He didn't look like he understood why he was there either. <laughs> right, yeah. No, but he'll be yeah, back at WrestleMania, so that's nice, right? I guess. I guess. Because I, mean, I, I don't like Logan Paul, personally. I don't no. follow any of his YouTube stuff. Um, I don't know if maybe he does conspiracy YouTube, because, you know, there's conspiracy YouTube. Who literally. Yeah. So I don't know if he he's like if that's like some of his brand and maybe that's why. But Ko basically comes, he stuns, um, he stuns Sami Zayn, and he tells Sami like he is going to beat him 
some sense into him basically like yeah. we we talked about last week how we got this match at wrestlemania basically out the blue but that we'll take it because sammy Zayn and kevin owens can literally fight at a metro station and i'd watch it um yes, yeah so um okay. and, and ko had some backstage exclusive exclusives where uh they said uh, he basically said that is not the Sami Zayn that I know. He has completely lost it. So I will, I will beat him, <laughs> silly, until he he regains some some common sense. So I'm okay with that. And Sammy, of course, later on uh, attacked him backstage. So again, storyline that's being built in two and a half weeks before WrestleMania. It's like okay, I guess, but. I will watch KO and Sammy and and want to watch KO and Sammy because I know all of their real life history and backstory and th- they just don't miss. They don't miss. So I, I again, I'm excited for this uh, it, with Logan Paul, I guess. I, think, but I guess I don't know. Uh, hopefully not. But uh, that's so bizarre to me. His presence. But you know what? Let's open the floodgates. Like let let the pigeons loose. Let's bring in Bow Wow. Let's bring in who else wants to come in? Maybe we can have yeah. like an open invitational celebrity battle royal at WrestleMania and just see who shows up. Just let that'd them throw each other out for a contract. It'd be yeah. that'd be kind of interesting. I okay. will say mm-hmm. I didn't love this. Yeah. No. I didn't love it. Here's what here's here's my problem. Okay, as a casual, yeah, I can see. Yeah, as a casual, last time I saw KO, he was in this fight for his life and his family. Like this Mm -hmm. was gripping Mm storyline that I knew. I thought he was gonna die. I was like, Roman is gonna destroy this man. He's embarrassing (laughs) him. It was Christmas. He was like, like stealing Christmas gifts from under trees, like the Grinch. Blah blah. blah. Like Kevin, Kevin Owens was in distress. This is how far you've fallen. You was going at like one of the big dogs, and now you're trying to snap somebody into their like out of their senses, like back into their senses. Like Kevin Owens, what happened? Yeah, I, I wanted so much more for you. There was so much there. You were fighting Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Look, Sammy's Sammy's cool, but this storyline of you like, oh, I got to be the one to knock him out of this. How did you fall down to this tier of fight? You know, like as far as storyline, not wrestling, because like you said, the wrestling is going to be good regardless. Yeah, but. For this to be where you come from when you were just in December fighting for your honor, family. your whole entire family. Yeah, like, why? How did we end up here? KO, what That's happened? So I didn't but, love it because I was like, I wanted so much more for you. This, yeah. You should still be involved in this Roman thing. Roman is about mm-hmm. to have like one of the biggest matches of his life. And I expect you to be a part of it because he disrespected yeah. you in front of your family during the holidays. But you're mm-hmm. too busy worried about Sami Zayn and his dang con- conspiracy theories, which could be, you know, kind of it could be grounded in a little something. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he, he, he points were made, but that's why I didn't love it. Yeah, I didn't love it. So that's just me. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's a way to look at it because Kevin Ke- uh, Kevin Owens has really been since the Roman feud. He hasn't been in much. He's he's hosted some KO shows that have moved other storylines along, but this yeah. is this storyline is the first storyline that he is a part of in a Roman while, Roman. and it and it just popped up two weeks ago and for uh, all of our casuals who don't know Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are literal best friends they they started mm-hmm. wrestling together about 15 or 17 years ago like yeah almost maybe 20 plus years ago they mm-hmm. fought all over the world together and um Sami Zayn uh Sami Zayn was 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 contracted to NXT I think maybe a year or two before Kevin and then Kevin came over and they've been they've had an epic 
feud or, or rivalry, but friendship for years now. So that's why every time they touch in the ring, it's just uh, amazing. So, yeah, if you don't know that, I could definitely see it being like, what's happening here? <laughs> you know, why? And that's why it's like, why is Kevin the one who has to do this? Because he, he wants his friend back. Like Sami Zayn is like his 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 son's godfather or something and was his best man at his wedding. Like they are like mm-hmm. legit. Yeah friends so that's why that's why you can put them in a feud for two weeks before wrestlemania and it'll be okay but it's true ko i'm just glad they found something for him at this point i guess i guess that's just where i'm at yeah and i'll just say i don't mind this at all but logan paul is sort of just there like he doesn't we don't need it i'm kind of surprised because he's a youtuber but like he doesn't have a big personality at all uh so just bangs. Okay. I get it. Just bangs. Yeah, that's it. Just bangs. Yeah. Just bangs. Okay. All right. So that's the end of our SmackDown highlights. Um, again, all of our highlights will be in our show notes. If you want to follow along, there's a, a nice little convenient p- playlist that uh, Matt put together. Uh, you can watch the highlights uh, alongside of us. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. So let's just go into our NXT uh, stand and deliver card. Um, just go through the matches real quick. Again, NXT for me is in this type of limbo where I do feel like a good portion of these matches are just kind of like wrestling for wrestling's sake. And again, that's not my fort. So um, I just uh, I'm excited for some and some of them I'm, I'm not excited, but let's go over the card. So for NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver uh, for night one uh, to kick off the WrestleMania week um, on Wednesday, uh, we have the women's championship match. This is Io, sorry, Io Shirai, uh, who's the champion versus Raquel Gonzalez. And we've been talking about this for weeks. Um, we knew that they were going to push Raquel Gonzalez um, into this match against Io and that uh, that they were going to be the match at, at TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. So, um, again... EO, uh, uh, two or three weeks ago, EO said that she wanted Raquel 
because reasons. Ever since then, they've just been going back and forth of uh, ambushing each other. Raquel has been built as a monster over the last couple months at like uh, war games. At uh, they, she's a she won the dusty. Yeah, they they won the dusty cup, the women's dusty cup. I had to I had to make sure I was like I had to think about that for a second. They won the women's dusty cup. They were the inaugural women's tag team champions for an hour, and then they lost. She lost the tag team championship with uh, Dakota Kai. So weird, but either way, they're putting the the, the engine behind Raquel, and I don't see a. a a scenario where she doesn't take this belt off of EO since EO has been a champion for a very long time and has not had any significant feuds since then. Yeah. EO is going to have to be a hell of a wrestler to be able to beat Raquel because Raquel, like you said, they're making her out to a monster. And yeah. I don't know if EO is just sick of her crap, but she doesn't <laughs> seem to care. You know, right. like she's like, I will fight everybody to get to you. Send in yeah. security, send in the cops. She's diving into it. Like she is not, mm-hmm. she, I don't care. I want all of y'all. I'm like, mm-hmm. to get to Raquel because she's going to kill you. <laughs> and she put her well, through a wall. She put she, her through it, a wall. It, it was a way, yeah, it, it was like a wall slash. No, it was a wall. It was a, let's, just, let's just call it a wall. Let's it was a wall, wall that became a window. It was a wall right. that she made a window with her body. <laughs> yeah, I like EO from what I saw, but I just yeah. don't see this ending well for her at TakeOver. Yeah, which is so unfortunate because EO Shirai is quite literally was like the greatest women's wrestler in the world um, coming mm-hmm. into WWE. Uh, Sasha Banks, her and Sasha Banks being right there at the top for me. Um, oh. So, um, yeah, they're, they're both there. Uh, I mean, coming into WWE, it was no question. Io was was the, the top women's wrestler. How she's been used since being in NXT is just so unfortunate. Um, so, I mean, Matt, what do you think about this 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 match? It's a match. It's a match. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's a match that is happening. <laughs> this is how I feel about most of the NXT card now, it really where is, it's like, yeah. okay, everyone's angry about being angry and about wrestling, and there's not a lot of storyline mixed in with a lot of it. Yeah, and it's going to be a good match. Uh huh. It's wrestling but, for wrestling's sake. Yeah, I mean. You punch enough people, they just don't want to punch you back, I guess. Uh, I just, again, EO took on the whole locker room, and I feel like that doesn't bode well for someone who intends on keeping their championship. You know? Yeah. You could get jumped at any at any time. You Look, I get it. This is a feud, but, you know, I'm still a person, and you punch me, so I have to now ruin everything that you have in front of you. So, I don't see this <laughs> ending well for her at all. Um and I kind of like Raquel from what I saw. So this will be a, a, a match, like you guys said, but I think it'd be entertaining. If nothing else, they're, they're two good wrestlers. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have the NX, NXT United Kingdom Championship match. So the champion is Walter. Walter is huge. Uh, he's going up against Tommaso Ciampa. Um, Walter has had the belt. Jesus, don't even get me the line, but it's been like three years at this point, I feel like. Matt, It's it's been... It's been like a, a 600 days or something. I sorry, we should have I should have looked this up beforehand. But Walter has been a champion for so long, uh, mostly because a lot of the NXT uh UK um wrestlers got sidelined due to COVID. Um once everything shut down in the UK, they just literally had to shut down and so a lot of the title holders just held the titles. Um and 
for a year, a whole year. Um, but Walter is really good. He's huge. He's very intimidating. He's the um, the head of Imperium, and him and Tommaso Ciampa uh, are fighting. I was really trying to figure out why. Um, again, we've been kind of behind mm. on NXT. We've been watching. What? <gasps> no, what is that? I feel like we've been. I just we've been don't watching. Think we just haven't story. been recording. Okay, that's there's what no love story. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't really get it either. And I remember that. I remember I saw that uh, Walter tried to recruit Tommaso and uh, Billy Thatcher to Imperium. I think it was something like that, but they refused. And then so now it, it's it's segued into Tommaso versus Walter and Champa. Of course, is like a bona fide star. We've talked about it before. Um, his matches are great. He's a uh, uh, the 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 clip we have is basically him doing a, a promo. So Champa is like the best. Walter is a hard hitter. Hitter. He's had great United uh United Kingdom Championship matches uh, um um uh, against a whole bunch of people against a whole bunch of people. So again, it'll be a great match, but it's just gonna be a match. Chappelle, what did you think? I mean, this was just a really a clip of Champa. Nah. I, no, I like this. Um, yeah, he gives like big stepdad energy. He's old as hell. <laughs> I like, I like him. He's like, I know I'm, they say I'm old. I'm like, you are very old. And um, uh, like I hope he's good because his promo was really, really good. Oh, I was like, oh bad. shit, Walter. Like, what are oh, you gonna yeah. do? Then I was like, oh crap, Walter, you should be afraid. And then I saw Walter, and I was like, well, maybe not. Because I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like. The mouse open to handle that ass, Walter. Like, it's your ass. And I like Google Walter. Like, Walter, let me go see who this chump is. Because, oh, oh, stepdaddy finna come in and, oh. Hey. <laughs> you too old to be fighting Walter, man. You might want to. Oh, my gosh. It's old. Like, he just gives, like, more sage energy. Like, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, I get my kid every, every two weeks on the weekends. Like, I was just like, I really I'm like him. That. Like, he's, he's going to take you to Wally World. But, Walter. You don't want to go to Wally World with Walter. Walter is going to handle you. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm worried about this guy. I'm rooting for him. Like you said, he's a star. But that Walter, geez, geez, Louise, that, that guy is huge. So I, I liked it. It got me entertained and it got me pumped for the match. Like you said, there's not a lot of story there, but I didn't need it because it was a good promo. And I was like, I don't know who Walter is, but I want to see it. And so now I am invested in this match specifically. Nice. That. This is a good match. It's going to be a yeah. great match. And NXT, Champa is really good. Champa is yeah. is yeah. a solid performer. I don't really. I just it's hard to like. I feel it's hard to get invested when the yeah. story is not like some. Like, the main roster is clearly a lot different than NXT, and and I, I, I really watched the match. <laughs> I really hope we're not underselling it because like Chappelle correctly identified, these are two really good workers. And well, yeah, but that's like to me, that's NXT, right? And so right, it's yeah. like we need to go deeper than having two guys who are really big and meaty and big meaty men big slapping meats or whatever it is. Like we just <laughs> slapping meats. <laughs> yeah, that's- I, didn't, I didn't get those clips. So okay. That's a famous quote. quote from um yeah from uh Biggie Biggie and I'm, the New Day. Talk about I'm watching that. my pearls here. Okay, yeah. all right. Biggie men slapping <laughs> meat. Yeah, slapping meat. Okay, no, there are there's a lot. There's there are beasts. They got meat. 
Ar- oh, yeah. Arby's. They got the meats. Thought we were. Oh my God. We're not going. Okay. Whatever. Continue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They said Walter's reign is at like 720 something days or something like See, that. See, I'm worried about stepdad. Yeah. Chopper's um, good, but I mean, Walter is scary. That's a scary guy. He's very scary. So I don't know. I don't know which way this is going to go, to be quite honest. I mean, like, reasonably, if somebody's going to take the belt off of Walter, Chopper can. Um, he's, not, but, he's not from the yeah, UK. I was going to say, is, is he eligible for the United Kingdom Championship? <laughs> I mean, I, what a disgrace. From, I'm assuming that since all of the UK champions are now here, and I think they had to come over in order for them to um, record. They're not record. It's not like they're recording in their where they were recording in the UK. They're all here now, so I don't think it really matters at this point. All of them from at least. Uh, oh no, uh, Kaylee Ray, I think is still over there. Miko Satamora, yeah. I think the men are just kind of over here now that you mention it because the, mm-hmm. the UK tag team championship champions are over here. Um, I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong, but it seems like the seems like most of them are over here now. Um, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, Champa is not from the UK. That is very true. So I guess we'll mm-hmm. see. Either way, I it, good match, great match, and good match. and and Chappelle, uh, Tommaso mm-hmm. Champa is the same age as Roman Reigns. Yeah, he just looks big, big stepdad energy. You know, he's just he looks, he looks like you know he really misses his ex wife. So, so next we have the NXT uh, Tag Team Championship um, match. The championship is vacant because um, uh, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. I think Danny Birch got injured. He got injured, so they had to vacate the championships. Um, I'm assuming this is like legit injury because this close to WrestleMania, I don't think you um, kayfabe <laughs> uh, uh, vacate your, your championships. So we got MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legado del Fantasma. And this match, I actually I actually really do like and I actually do want to see because uh, MSK, Grizzled Young Veterans, Legado del Fantasma, and in some form or fashion, Brazango have been kind of feuding for the past few weeks anyways. And I think this is going to be a great match. I mean, MSK brings like that fun, high-flying, weird tag team energy. The Grizzled Young Veterans are just your your mat tacticians. And the Legado del Fantasma is very going to be that kind of like that lucha, between that lucha and that hard-hitting type of um, style. So I think these these this tag team championship match is going to be very, very interesting. Chappelle, uh, what do you think about uh, this this match? I was excited to see this match, but I was confused as to what was going on because it just seemed like tag teams kept coming out of everywhere. Um, so yeah. I, I like I liked what I saw. Legado del Fantasma, is, they're impressive. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, The young veterans were cool. I think what what confused me was that we have these astronauts come out at some yeah. point, right? And yeah. then at the end, we have the astronauts in the room in the ring with was it MXK? Who they end up in the so, in the ring with at the end? So we did. There was no clips on WWE.com for this week. Like I don't know mm-hmm. what happened or what like why there was no really good uh, championship uh, tag team championship matches this week. Uh, yeah. uh, clips this week. So this is from like uh, three weeks ago, March 10th. What was going on was uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans were facing Legado del Fantasma and during their match MSK came out dressed as the astronauts to kind of distract okay. them. 
And Brazongo came out to then um, attack Legado de Fantasma. Brazongo is right. one of the ones in the astronaut suits. So that's why yeah. people are like confused. They're like, wait, who is that? Like, me. Oh my God, it's MSK. And yeah. MSK um, uh, distracted them long enough for Brazongo to come out. So that's what it was. And then MSK and Brazongo celebrated a little bit in the ring or whatnot. Yeah, I like I like that part, but like you have these two tag teams that are celebrating the defeat of this other tag team, right? They were they were happy that they got rid of Legato, and I, yeah. But I'm like, are this going to be like uh, like a like a double tag match or something like that? We're gonna have these two teams versus these two teams, or are they all still feuding? Because there's only one championship, there's only one title, um, and it's vacant. So you would think everybody is invested in getting it, but I see these two teams in the in the in the ring being friendly, and so I was like, "Well, if y'all are cool, yeah. does that make the other two teams not cool? Or yeah. like, are y'all going to try to like pit them against each other? Because the, only one team can have the belt, and I just want to know how that's going to end up. I was very intrigued by this. This was fun. Friendship is underrated in wrestling, and <laughs> I just want I'm I'm happy for it. Let's get some people, and we get the astronaut suits. Come on, mm-hmm. this feels kind yeah. of educational and like yeah. a happy ending kind of story. What? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I have no idea how Brazongo got um got taken out of this equation because this is only mm-hmm. a triple threat. Again, eyes have been like on and off NXT, so um. I mean, we're getting MSK versus the veterans versus Legato. I think that's fine. I'm okay. It doesn't need to be all four yeah. of them. Um, Birch and and Lorkin. Uh, I feel bad that they're going to miss out because of an injury because they were just mm-hmm. they were just they were just fighting Finn and Karrion Cross for no reason like two weeks earlier. Again, throwing two people who are opponents into a tag match against the tag team champions for no reason. And I hope nothing, I, I hope they didn't get injured there, but it's just, yeah, it's just unfortunate. And, um, yeah. No, that's yeah. a good point. Because it's weird to me that Finn, uh, Finn, what is it, Finn Baylor, right? Yes. Yeah, is in a tag team match with, uh, Karrion Cross because it's like, well, y'all are going at each other's throats. So why exactly. would y'all be teammates? It just didn't make sense to me. I, and I liked them. I was yeah. like, wow, this would be cool for them to fight. And then they're like, oh, yeah, y'all are a tag team match. Why? Why? <laughs> what is that, that going to accomplish? Like, what's stopping you from turning around and punching this guy in the face? Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I want, I want these to be separate. I don't know why. Exactly. WWE just loves their whole, we're going to put opponents together as tag teams and right. any stuff will happen. Yeah. Especially the today, last like three months, they've been doing yeah. that nonstop. Non-stop. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's well, weird. Yeah. It's weird. It the Oscar is. thing, and now this too. It's like, okay, I guess you know if that's what y'all want from us. But no, nah, I thought um, was it Brazago? I thought that they should be involved in this as well. I don't yeah. know how they're not, and I also don't know how you can how you can like actively see that they wouldn't jump in. Like this is a, a triple threat tag match for the the championship, and they obviously have a rooting interest. So you have to hope that they don't, you know, decide to pull some shenanigans of their own when, it, uh, you know, when it's time for the big match. Yeah, I think Rizango is doing something else. I have to look it up, but uh, I, I hope I like MSK wins. I, I, ho- I really hope MSK wins, to be quite honest. Uh, I've been talking about for weeks mm-hmm. how I'm an MSK fan. <laughs> Matt's not like killing it. them. No, 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 I am. I'm on board. I'm on board with them because I think the problem is they don't really translate that well in NXT. Like they, to me, would be great on the main roster, like in the way that New Day is great because they have the personality, but even in the clips, like it's hard to find a lot of personality because I... 
I don't know who's who's posting the the NXT clips for WWE, but like yeah, just give us the fun. That that'd be nice. Give us the, yeah. Give us the maybe they think of it as filler, but like that's what NXT that's what MSK really thrives on. So I'm a fan. I want them to to take home the win too. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's going to be a great match. Um, so our next highlight we got. We're basically setting up for the gauntlet match. So there on night one, there's going to be a gauntlet match uh, for the number one contendership for the North American title. So the gauntlet match, whoever wins the gauntlet match is going to go on to night two to face uh, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano for the North American title. In order to set that up, they had a 12-man battle royale to qualify for the gauntlet elimination match. So uh, it's official. We got uh, Leon Ruff. Uh, we're going to get Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis versus um, L.A. Knight. And they're going to do a gauntlet match and whoever wins goes on for the title. Um, uh, our clip is the Battle Royal itself. Uh, uh, Chappelle, how did you did you like this Battle Royal uh, qualifier? Did I see another black henchman? Who was this on the outside uh, watching the match? Oh. And I was like, they have a black henchman in NXT as well? This, You guys, this trope. We have to release ourselves from these shackles. Uh, I did enjoy the match. Um, at one point, and I'm not familiar with these NXT wrestlers, so you will have to tell me who this was. But he goes over the, the ropes. He stands there for a little bit, and he gets knocked onto his back, but his feet don't touch the ground. Um, Austin I thought Theory. Was a, yeah. Mm-hmm. So his feet don't touch he's laying on his back like a turtle and at some point he tries to like kip up onto his feet so that he doesn't get counted out but the whole point is that your feet aren't supposed to touch the ground sir did you forget what kind of match this was like I don't know what you intended to do to get back in the ring but the moment you did that the the ref is like hey get out of here you lost Uh, I thought that was very entertaining it was a lot going on 12 people in the ring whoa it was crazy but I I did enjoy that it was kind of fun but I, I just didn't know like um what was it? LA, LA Knight qualifies yeah, for, yeah. Yeah, it all. And, uh, yeah. So this is, he, he gets the, the best spot, right? Yeah. Like in the, yeah. in the eliminator. I want to know what the eliminator is like. Like, what is, what does that mean? Cause I'm not familiar with this. So what it is, is a gauntlet match is somebody starts in the ring, right? It's one person starts in the ring and then another person comes out. They have, it's two people have that match and then somebody gets a pin. Whoever gets, oh, whoever wins, whoever wins. In stays in and then another person comes out. So you just keep, oh. people just keep coming out once somebody else gets pinned. Gotcha. Um, I remember yeah. the matches. I remember. Okay. Yeah, the gauntlet match. You have to run the gauntlet. So yeah. uh, LA Knight will come out last, which means he gets the best spot. And whoever is, for, did they say who was first? I can't remember. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, who okay, was first. So, yeah, but I was curious if he was going to be first. I was like, you know, this was a good match. And I think the guy who kept up on his feet to avoid getting eliminated should go first because that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Bivens was the one who was at yes. ringside. Malcolm Bivens is the manager for Tyler Rust. Um, not so. He talks, mm-hmm. so I, I wouldn't qualify him as a black henchman. Mari, Malcolm- you're getting too much in the weeds. <laughs> what? He's a black henchman. Let's no, say he's a black henchman. He's, he's in the group chat. He's we in have the group to have chat. A, on our black henchman shirts. On the back, we have to have like you know those class of tw- like a class of whatever. <laughs> like uh, we have your whole uh, senior class on the back of it. Just have a yeah. list of all the black 
in, in wrestling. Like the over, end the, over time. Oh my God. Over Virgil. Time. This, this is a crazy <laughs> list of people. I was like, brothers. right. Oh man. It's like, we have so many. Reggie. Like, what is happening here? Oh, why is this a trope? Why do, I want, why do I want this shirt so much? Uh, who brothers? Um, oh, the Bash and Brothers, remember Shaniqua? Oh, <laughs> am I thinking of the wrong? It's no, the Bastion brothers are white. Sonequa was yes. He, you're right. Black hench woman. Wait, was she? Yeah. Were, were they white? Wait, I don't. Yes, they were one. She was a black hench woman. Oh they had God, a hench woman. Yeah, not a hench woman. Yeah, they were white, and Shaniqua was black, and she she like had their leashes and stuff like that. It was like very dominant. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not mad at that. A little. Uh, she can get off. Send me a video. Send me a video. When we have our shirts made, it's definitely got to have a list of all the black henchmen. You know. I need them. These shirts might actually need to get made. Um, yeah, so um, this match... Right, RHAP. So Johnny Gargano is a heel, technically. Um, I guess uh, Leon Ruff and L.A. Knight and then Dexter Loomis are your faces in this match. I could actually see Dexter Loomis winning this because Dexter, Dexter Loomis has been having a a, a few with, feud with the way, which is on uh, Johnny Gargano's uh, stable. So I could definitely see that he could win. Uh, Dexter Loomis Chappelle was the guy in the great the great uh, pants who just looked really creepy. Like, a little bit on the nose. With the yeah. Dexter, Dexter gimmick. Yeah. He's definitely killed a few people. Right. Some Johnny, oh yeah. So um I that's who I think. I I'm gonna just say I think Dexter Loomis is gonna win. Because all these other people, when you look at it, Leon Ruff and Lee and Swerve Scott have had um their feuding. Um Bronson Reed and LA Knight are currently feuding. So uh that just leaves Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis who aren't like an act active feuds right now so um well yeah i had read somewhere that cameron grad tried to bribe la night and dexter yes, Loomis or something yeah, like that. Uh-huh. that's incredible <laughs> yeah because cameron grimes is the one who got rich quick uh by going in on um a game stop and oh, and dive yeah. coin yes his crypto mm-hmm. yeah okay. <laughs> what's the, all right the, scammer look yeah definitely how, how rich did he get he rich enough to start bribing wrestlers yeah yeah, we'll exactly. So this is going to be this is going to be good. Any uh, Matt, who do you hope wins? Hmm, let me just pick someone random. I'm going to go with um, uh, Isaiah, as, 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 Isaiah Swerve Scott because he's family. Um, and yeah, that's about it. No, I think Dexter Loomis is a good bet, but also they're really pushing LA Knight. And then Cameron Grimes has some interesting stuff. If I'm giving like an actual prediction here, maybe. Maybe somehow Cameron Grimes pulls it out and then, you know, falls to Johnny Gargano, but it'll be a good match. Got, uh, Sh- got us there. Chappelle. Who do you think yeah, give me give me a swerve. Give me Isaiah Scott, you know, whatever. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. I like Swerve. I, I I do like him. I think, but I, I feel like something's telling me that him and Leo Ruff stuff is gonna get interfere in this. Mm-hmm. Like I could see um one of them being in the ring, the other one comes out for the the gauntlet to face each other, and they just get so heated with their rivalry that they both get counted out. I could see that something like that happening because yeah. they've been they've been feuding for a, a while, and it's like a blood feud. <laughs> so I could see them costing each other in a sense. Um, and then finally for night one, 
this is really quick. Like Kushida versus Pete Dunn. Like I, Pete Dunn said he is the most technically sound wrestler in the world, and Kushida said, "I bet." And they're fighting to fight. So <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. We don't even that's have a clip. It. We don't have a clip of it. It's just like that's it. <laughs> they said they gonna fight each other because they're both good fighters. So hmm. again, it's gonna be a great match. I can't see how it doesn't because Kushido is right. one of the like, foremost wrestlers in Japan, and Pete Dunne is a great uh, uh, technical wrestler. Like my God, so it's fighting, fighting to fight. All right, so that wraps up night one. <laughs> Wait, do you have a, who's gonna win? Uh, who cares? Like, I don't. Like, <laughs> it, it's not for a championship. It's literally just to say I can fight better. I I really don't care. I maybe Kushida because he's let's go with Kushida, good. sure. Yeah, but I, honestly, it's just a fight. So I, I'll watch it, but I, I'm not invested. My money is there on the bruiserweight. Give me Pete Dunn. The Bruiser Way. Give it to me. Yeah. Pete Dunn is we'll amazing. Have... I'm a big fan. We'll take it. Yeah. Uh, so that wraps up night one of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Uh, we um, we unfortunately have to say goodbye to Chappelle. Uh, yes. Chappelle, can you tell the people where they can find you? Yes. Oh, Mari, Matt, it's been a pleasure, you know, hanging out with y'all. I love every time I get that message. I say, hey, come talk to us about wrestling. Like, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. If uh, I tweeted sometime about wrestling now, I know y'all see it. I be, t- yes, I be retweeting I stuff. Uh-huh. I'm in. I'm like, I got one foot in the door now. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this. So, uh, yeah, if you want to see my, um, my very, uh, you know, minimal wrestling tweets, you can follow me at Chappelle's underscore show on Twitter. That's A at, C H A P P E L L S underscore show. Uh, I'm on Clubhouse as well, talking about stuff. I might pop into stereo just to hang out with y'all. Uh, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun. What are you talking about? And I can't wait for WrestleMania. I'm so yeah. excited. This is the most excited I've been for WrestleMania in a long time. You guys oh have God. like have dragged me back into the fandom, and I oh, have excited. been keeping an eye on it. So it's, I'm very excited. Um, my friend Ed has been like to like four WrestleMania, yeah. and so I'm super wow. jealous of him. Yeah, he like, posted a picture the other day on Twitter, and I retweeted it, and I was like, you suck. I hate you. I've never been invited to any of these things. So this is going to be like my chance to like watch WrestleMania and um, yeah, and throw it at Ed's face. I'm sure he'll be watching it as well. But yeah, yeah. so thank y'all for having me. It's been great. Sea Dog has had a great time. Uh, man, we have to do this again sometime. This is fun. Of course. Open door yeah. policy for you. Uh, anytime. Anytime. And we will definitely have you on in the future. Yeah. So, man, no, I don't know. I don't know what we did to to have the honor of mm-hmm. podcasting with you here on the Wrestling Wrap Up to have the honor of having you here so many times and you know low key you kind of been part of the podcast more than anyone else as a guest yeah. so um, yes. thank you for being here and yeah miss you need to come back we need you here yeah we need, like the third third the black henchman it's me I'm the black henchman it's me I think you're it was I think you're better than me. that. No, it was me all along, baby. I've been hitching hitching here. I've been hitching there. You know, I I hitch down. Hitch up. Yeah. hitch. Yeah. Anytime you want me to hitch, I'm coming. So, yeah. Thank y'all. It's been great. Oh, Chappelle, we're here. We've got it. C-Dog. C-Dog out. I don't know if he was signed off. C-Dog out. out. (laughs) Oh. Damn. We did it. We had Chappelle. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's always great to have Chappelle. Like, of course, everybody knows if you're if you're sleeping on Chappelle, I don't know what you're doing. I don't uh, know who's sleeping on Chappelle. Chappelle exactly. Look, look, he's thank thank you, Chappelle, again for being here. But we have so much more to go through for this NXT card. I almost can't believe it. I feel like this is the first year, and maybe I'm wrong, but NXT was not this packed before this year i don't remember there being 16 matches or whatever it is but that's what it feels like yeah this is the first time yeah this is the first time they've had to like break it up like this and they're i mean they're really trying to it's so kind of weird how they're going like they're trying to say that nxt is the third brand and they're saying nxt is the third brand but it just still there's something in it that just still does not feel like the third brand um I don't know why it's it to me, if they were the third brand, they would be on the pay-per-views with the other two brands instead of having their own pay-per-views. Like, I mean, I think I, it, yeah. it's the, I like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know if I should call it developmental, but like to me, yeah. it's still de- developmental. It like People it. are developing. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. You know, actually, yeah, it's it's developmental. Like, that's why all the people who are getting ready to be called up to the main roster, getting their seasoning done, that's why they're there. So but they have some great matches for being yeah. developmental, especially in yeah. that, too. And, but it's, I agree with that. But it's also it's it doesn't even it's not as developmental like it used to be. Like NXT used no. to legit be developmental. And totally. it's just not. And at this point, I. It feels like developmental, but I don't think it is because they still are signing mm-hmm. really good indie talent and sending mm-hmm. them to NXT first. Like I just don't understand. Like some of these people should just be going straight to Raw and SmackDown. They, but they, they need to be season two. Like that's the thing. And I think if you look over at AEW, there's a good, that's a good example of a product where you have a lot of really talented people, but I think everyone could benefit from just getting used to the WWE style. It's so different from everything else. Um, And so NXT is that on-ramp for people, but yet to your point, we do have Finn Balor. We still have Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. We have Adam Cole. We have all of these people who could definitely be on the main roster, but I'm also glad that they're not already on the main roster and that they could help build others other stars in nxt which is totally what they're doing and that's another thing it still feels separate from the main roster because at any point they can go from nxt onto the main roster like raya did Mm -hmm. so that feels like a call-up that doesn't feel like a side step like if that's the case then they should only be able to move during like the draft you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. uh, and NXT isn't even a part of the draft. So, like, it's just so many things that they need to, they really need to figure this out. Um, yeah. either way, we're going to go into night two, which will be on Thursday, April 8th. And we're going to start with the NXT championship match. We got Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross, And this, this, uh, this has been going on for weeks now. Karrion Cross came back from injury. You know, he had to relinquish the belt basically the same night as he won it because he had a very bad shoulder injury. Um, Finn Balor won that belt after it was uh, relinquished, and he's had it ever since. I think I said, I think I saw it was like maybe around six months or so he's had the belt. And Oof. so, Karrion, yeah, Karrion Cross came in. He had a feud with um, uh, es- Escobar, Santos Escobar before. 
Yeah, I know. It's so hard. It's two last names. I just don't know which one comes first. I have two first names. It's not that actually I get it. I do get called Scott sometimes. Whatever. It's cool. <laughs> so, like, yeah. You know so, what? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> There's no clear. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Finn Balor and Karrion Cross. Um, I am excited for this match. Uh, I think Karrion takes it here. I do. Um, but. Honestly, I'm only excited because I like Scarlett. To be quite honest, Karrion Cross would be every other wrestler if he didn't have his smoking his smoke show wife like on his side doing all that really great weird promo work for him. Me yeah. personally, that's my thoughts. Yeah, there's a lot of like mm, I was going to reference a reality star. I didn't want to reference star, <laughs> star oh. quotes, um, but you know uh, she's she's. Uh, Seems big on manifesting. She seems big on mm. kind of like the psychic element. And <laughs> you know what? I, this whole feud is interesting to me because it is, it's gotten really graphic. Like in, mm. in the lead up to this, we had Karrion Cross threatening to, I think, squeeze the oxygen out of Finn <laughs> Balor's head, talking yeah. about strangling him. Finn Balor saying he's going to drown Karrion Cross. So I'm really hoping that they both make it out of this alive, but I didn't realize I was like watching a true crime documentary. I know. Here, but we might we might see some see some serial killing here. This yeah. is a, and I'm not I'm not into that. So but it, hey, uh, this is this is like the intensity that I think I mm-hmm. want out of performers. And you know, yeah. it started I think as them just wanting to fight for the fighting sake, but mm-hmm. it, just like wow, they really don't like each other. It didn't even get personal, but they just really don't like each other. No, thank you for pointing it out because that was my thought process as well. This is like it, it's the dash of reality mixed with the fantastical because uh, realistically, it makes sense logically because Karen Cross his the um, the title was taken away from him because he got injured, and Finn Balor has that title. Karen Cross thinks he has a right to it. That makes all logical sense. Then you have the weird, spooky, semi-mystical stuff like Scarlet. I love how Scarlet like whispers into his opponent's ears, and it's almost like she like convinced. Like in the only with in the only Larkin and Danny Birch um, clip, we see Scarlet. Uh, Scarlet is the one who secures that that tag team match for them, and she like whispers into. Um, Oni Lurkin and uh, Danny Burch's ear saying like, oh, you want to you want to give them the, the match. You want to like, it's very like Lady Temptation. I just love it. It's it's very interesting. She comes out and does this whole production for his um, entrance and it's just very very uh, captivating. So, so yeah. She's I, I got like, the ASMR thing figured out just yes. <laughs> I think that this isn't an ASMR podcast. <laughs> is it just no? We're not about to rock our vocal cords doing that. What do you think I've been doing yelling on this podcast? But it's Wrecking just so smart. And, yeah, and I just no, love, this is beautiful. I love and this. It, yeah, yeah, and she does add so much to just like the the drama of it and the character and the WWE ness of it all. So I'm a fan and I'm thinking that, you know, maybe this is carrying crosses moment, but then again, we did, we did see him have a moment before getting injured 
um, mm-hmm. a while back now. So I I could imagine it. He deserves the spot. And let's switch it up. Finn Balor's been in that position for a while. It's Mania Week. Let's do something big. Let's yeah. cross that one off the list. <laughs> Dad joke. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So hopefully we see a cross win. All right. So next we have the Adam Cole versus Paolo Riley unsanctioned match. I, I think it's like a hold harm. I don't know. Again, we talked about it. They keep coming up with all these names for a notice qualification match. This is a notice qualification <laughs> match. I know. They, that, that they called it. They called it an unsanctioned match. I think they've signed a hold harmless agreement <laughs> or something. I don't know. But uh, th- I, I mean, think they, that they. I, I don't I don't understand any of that. Where like who's getting sued in the WWE yeah. universe? That's not you don't need, you signed your contract. Right. It's not like there's precedent, like some big legal battle where now they're like, oh, we need to get our contracts in place. Like, no, that's but yes, the stipulation is a no it's an unsanctioned match, aka no disqualification match. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of intensity and fire here. It's so funny because looking at a lot of night one, and maybe it's just the order we were talking through things, but I was just kind of like, oh, that's a, that's a match. That's a match. These are all great matches. NXT always shines and puts on great matches. But wow, I've loved Kyle O'Reilly in the last couple months, especially. And we kind of dove deep a little bit on KOR when Grace Leader was on a couple months back. But mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. I, I want to see Kyle O'Reilly glow up in this situation. I think it's his time. We've had so much of Adam Cole. And mm-hmm. we're seeing a star beat being built with Kyle O'Reilly. And I hope that it continues to build. I agree. I, I, they, I mean, they are putting everything into this match. We have like five clips for just the past two weeks Mm -hmm. on, on the, in this match. So they're trying to make it feel like a big match. And, and you're right. They put a, it looks like they put a lot on night two, uh, more so than night one. So yeah, I'm excited about this. I I hope, I hope KOR wins. I'm excited to see where he goes from here. It's going to be so different seeing the UE like not together so yeah there's a weird dynamic though we talked about it before the The before last week yeah the Roderick Mm -hmm. dynamic where it's kind of like what's the status of of the group because I mean it seems to me like everyone could get back on the same page except for Adam Cole you know he even had his his armband ripped off so I think he's out Mm -hmm. but I would love to see the UE, the Undisputed Era, back at it again with right. the titles. So yeah, so I because yeah, I don't know, I don't know, is Bobby Fish really like injured again? Like Bobby Fish is injured every other year. I swear, I feel so sorry for. I'm me. not gonna, I'm not going to be the one to hypothesize about this, mm-hmm. but he definitely has that big dad energy, and sometimes dads just need to sit on the park bench and take a rest, you know, maybe not pull a muscle. I don't know what's happening with him, but he's amazing too. And you know what? It always seems like somebody, I guess when you have four people, it's pretty easy to have someone, uh, you know, out and injured, but mm-hmm. hey, they're still phenomenal. And I think that's the great thing about the UE that they could still go on and still have storylines and, you know, they kind of, we're still seeing them go against each other. So I like that that story is continuing after Mm -hmm. all of these years, which is just like insane to still see. 
Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's been injured since December or something like that. So, <sighs> what happened? Uh, he um tore his uh tricep muscle. What's that here? Mm. Yeah, he had to undergo surgery for it. Uh, his elbow. So, right after war games, at war games, yeah. So that really, that really sucks. Reattached his tricep. Yeah. Wow. So and he was on TV though. He was on TV. I guess he just wasn't doing much. Um, I could sworn he was on TV at least. So, yeah, okay. he he's out. So the KOR he has to be a singles competitor after after taking down Adam Cole. He has to do some single pet competitorness. I Roddy, I'm I'm I guess I'm most afraid for Roddy because he was he was floundering before getting into the UE, and then as soon as he got into uh. Uh, undisputed era he was just flourishing and i love i love bad guy roddy and i'm just scared for him once the group is really gone so uh we'll see what happens but this is going to be a really good blow-off match definitely um finally finally (laughs) um next we're going to go into the nxt cruiserweight championship match uh santos escobar versus jordan devlin and this one i like i like this because again jordan devlin was the uh, NXT Cruiserweight champion, right? Mm-hmm. But he is a uh, NXT UK wrestler. When the shutdown happened, he was stuck on the other side of the pond with the belt. What they did was they they uh, said, "Well, we need a champion. We need our our uh, Cruiserweight champion for our you know two hundred five live." So uh, they had a uh, they had like a tournament or something. I can't remember what it was, but. Uh, Santos Escobar ended up winning the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, and it's been, I think he's had it for a few months now, and um, so Santos Escobar has been running 205 Live, he's been having great matches, him and uh, Legato Del Fantasma have just been amazing, and um, so Jordan Devlin finally uh, came back holding his championship, so now we have both titles, both championships, and um, uh Sean Sean Michaels silently uh put that that ladder into the ring to suggest a unification match uh a ladder unification match between Jordan um Devlin and Santos Escobar and did I Did we miss something? Did what we miss something? So I'm like I mean I get So when the, I was kind of thrown off when Sean Michaels came down to the ring he mm-hmm. you know he pulls out the ladder and I get that he obviously he we know he works behind the scenes at NXT, but he's Shawn freaking Michaels. It should be a bigger deal when he shows up. And I was look, I want. Well, are we going to see him involved in the match in some way? Like I get his legacy with the ladder matches. Yeah, but gonna, it's just a callback. All it is it's a it's a callback to him versus uh, Diesel at WrestleMania ten in the first ladder match. For the Intercontinental titles. It's it's literally that exact same situation. They both thought they were the Intercontinental champion. They had the first ladder match to see who was the real champion. And it's just, that's all it is. Just a little Easter egg for people. Um, we'll take it. We'll take yeah. it. I, I'm just used to like Shawn Michaels' big return type of yeah. thing. Because he's at that level. But... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he usually says, he usually says words um, when he's there. He's right. good on that mic. But hey. I'll take it. I'll take it the way it is. I'll take and, whatever we get a shot. 
Exactly. And that's all it is. It's just, you know, it's just a little bit of fan service. It's, it's for those, the, the in yeah. the no hardcore. That's all they wanted but, to do. But that match, that ladder match. <laughs> I think mostly for me, I mean, to your point, I love the double championship thing because that mm-hmm. is like, that's it's not even contrived. It's just yeah. real. Like, oh, that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. And then it's a ladder match. What? I love like, the ladder okay. match. Yeah. Okay, they better put that championship way up high, and so yep. we get those twenty foot ladders out this time. Let's go! Let's yep. go! I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm really excited for this because I can't wait to see this this match. I, I'm a sucker for ladder matches. Really both am. of the championships. I didn't even both think the, about yeah, that. Both oh, of that two of the champions. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I want that visual. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm yeah. excited for this. I think maybe I wasn't as excited for this match uh, about two minutes ago, but <laughs> I'm pumped. I want that. Yeah. I just want that double champion. And then Jordan Devlin. Um, time, time. What is time? But a couple mm-hmm. years ago, I remember seeing a special on the network that was jo- the match was Jordan Devlin versus Finn Balor. And I actually might go back and watch it. I'm writing that down because, whoa, like there's so much potential here and I want to see them in the ring again. So I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know if Finn Balor could end up in the Cruiserweight Championship picture, but give me Jordan Devlin with the win and give me a match with him and Finn Balor or something. I don't care. Just give me that great wrestling and that ladder action. I'd love to see it, honestly. Um. And then we got uh, the NXT. This was just, this was literally just put on the card. I almost missed it because it was so new, but it's the NXT mm-hmm. Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart and, and Ember Moon are the current champions <laughs> after taking it off of Dakota and Raquel. Um, on the first night they had them. When they were given the championship. It's a choice. Yeah, I don't right. know. <laughs> I, so, I still have a sour taste in my mouth for that from that enough. one. Very much. Wow. I hate I hate resume padding personally. So yeah. clearly, I mean, <laughs> clearly that, I hate- do you think do you think really that's what that was, or do you think yeah. it's kind of just a no, situation? I think that was resume padding. I think it was resume padding. They put like they're they're trying to push Raquel Gon- Gonzalez. She won yeah. the Dusty Rhodes. She is now in the history books as the inaugural um, NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, even though they only had it for an hour. It's clear resume mm-hmm. padding. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not great. Like, there's always the asterisk. Like, so they never successfully de- defend the championships. They were given them, uh, and they had them for about uh, all of 45 minutes. But the asterisk. But- don't yeah. necessarily, they don't necessarily go into the history books when WWE is the one making those history books. In defense, in defense of them, uh, to to contrast what I just said, like it's great to be the first NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Like, sure, they mm-hmm. are champion. Well, first of all, they were the tag team champions. So we mm-hmm. we were talking about how tag team championships just don't mean a lot in WWE, but yeah, good for them. Good. I like Dakota Kai. And um, yeah, we got this match. And so this match is between Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon versus the way, which is Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell were taking, taken out of the semifinals by 
um, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So these mm-hmm. teams have a lot of history together. Um, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell uh, picked up a win against some of the new girls. Um, and then they issued a challenge to Shotzi and Ember. Shotzi and Ember came out on the little tank and they accepted. So this is why we're getting the Women's Tag Team Championship match. Um, Shotzi and Ember just got these titles, like we just instinctively yeah. just said. Um, yeah. But the way Candace and Indy are a part of Johnny Gargano's stable. Johnny Gargano is the current North American champion. What is the point of stables if you're not going to have multiple championships on the stable? So it might make sense to put the championships on the way. However, I just don't, I wouldn't like that because that would be three different tag team champions within a four, four week period. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. That's one thing we're not doing. We're not putting these <laughs> championships. I'm putting all of my money on Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon because while I do appreciate Indy Hartwell, Candice LeRae, a lot more when it comes to character work. Yes. I just feel like Ember Moon especially just deserves better. Like she is so, the thing is she had so much like fire behind her, so much fandom behind her. And then they just didn't really pull the trigger on her properly. And yet just her in-ring action is electric. And yet we, you know, we haven't really seen it. So I want to see them Give Ember especially the time. And then, you know, WWE clearly loves Shotzi. Uh, the fans love her. So Very much let's so. get that. But we need them to be built. We need to see more of their characters and who they are. But um, Ember especially, I just want so much better for her. And I want her to also have the time to, like, come into her own. I don't think she's yeah. there yet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I agree with everything you said. Finally. Yeah, so uh, we'll see what happens. We're both Team Shotzi and Ember. Uh, and then finally, like we said, the NXT North American Championship, whoever wins that gauntlet eliminator on night one faces Johnny Gargano for the North American mm-hmm. Championship. So it's okay. Okay. Do you think that Gargano is going to lose the championship, regardless of who it's against? Do you think he's going to lose it, or I don't it? know. I I honestly think it depends on who he's against because I, guess it does. I really, unfortunately, I think it does. I mean, he's had it for a while. He's had that title for a while, and I don't think he needs it. The way all the stuff with the way we haven't really been covering it, but all of their character stuff, like you said, have been really good. So I don't really mm-hmm. think he needs it, but. I, does Cameron Grimes need that title right now? Not really. Does Dexter Loomis? Not really. You know what I'm saying? Like I, so I mean, if it's Swerve, if it's Isaiah Swerve Scott, I would like to see it. If it's yes. uh, Leon, Leon Ruff already had already had it. Uh, Johnny took it away from Leon. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So like I, 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 Bronson Reed is Bronson Reed ready for that? Yeah, I don't, no. I don't know exactly, Maybe. and so. This is the thing about NXT where they could literally put the championship on anyone and I th- and then go from there. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but it's like, let's mm-hmm. build a star and yeah. I'm okay with them taking a chance on whoever they want to, but I don't see it in Bronson Reed. 
I mean, he's a big boy, but um, they like, you know, I think that I don't think he's winning that first match. And, you know, just with the people we predicted, um, I like again, if it's Cameron Grimes, I don't see him beating Johnny Gargano. If it's Dexter Loomis, that continues a really great story. Um, So maybe he does win. And then, you know, L.A. Knight. Like Dexter doesn't need the title, but because of the continuing feud, it would make sense if he took the title off of John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, LA Knight though, like LA Knight's kind of a toss up. Like I could, I could see him winning that just because but so they can build him. Heel. Heel exactly, doesn't make sense. So I, I don't know. I don't. I, I guess the answer to all of these questions is I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll, I, I guess we'll really see um, if he retains or not. Them's the breaks, and that's wrestling. That's wrestling for you. And that's the highlights of the week. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the highlights. That is all of our highlights of the week. If you want to watch along with us, you can uh, click in our show notes and you'll see the highlights playlist. Uh, so, Matt, it's time to get out of here. We have so much stuff to prepare for for WrestleMania week. I will be seeing your face very much, very often <laughs> this week, and I'm not complaining yeah. at all. And Good. our, like you said, our audience will finally get to see our faces as well. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, they must they probably don't even know what we look like by now. It's we're breaking the fourth wall. You know what? I mean, if they want, they could just listen. They could just listen to the audio version of Islamuk, picture it if they have vivid imaginations. But we're gonna be back with Bryce, uh baby Mm -hmm. boy Bryce of the Purple Pants podcast next week. That's gonna be exciting to podcast with Bryce. Yeah. And then we have a lot of other stuff that we plugged at the top of the episode. Mari, what is all that they could expect next week? So we have this episode dropping to start WrestleMania week, basically. Yep. We have It's Look coming up around mid next week. Then yep. we have our podcast prepping for Mania um, right before Mania, probably coming out on that our, Friday. Our WrestleMania preview podcast. You got to give it nice branding, like the huge oh, yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania preview podcast. The big the WrestleMania preview podcast oh, coming out the end of the week on a Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. all right. Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh, my yeah. voice is this better make it to WrestleMania. That's all I'm saying. I know. I hope so too. I don't want you out here like pantomiming stuff and I got to talk by myself. Um, ASMR podcast. Oh, God. And then, like we said, we will be doing stereos directly right after uh, WrestleMania night one and two, mm-hmm. which will be WrestleMania Saturday or WrestleMania Sunday. Uh, so please come and hang out with us there on stereo so you can submit your audio questions and you can be heard on the podcast. Yeah, uh, that's it. And then Matt, the other thing, well, well, people could find me at Matt Scotty W, but I would also just say on Twitter, on our reviews, let us know that you love us, that you want this right. podcast back, not just for our egos, but because we are looking ahead uh, yes. at the future of this podcast. Not because uh, we suck, but because when we initially talked about this podcast, we were planning to go through Mania, and so we want to come back. Let us know. Let RHAP know that you want us back if you do. And if you don't want us back, also let us know. And we will... We 
we probably won't listen, but uh, just let us know. Let us know um, what you think. And you can leave a review. You can leave us five stars. We have the Wrestling Rehap Up feed. We also have the uh, the Reality TV Rehap Ups feed for RHAP. And finally, you can find me in the patron group. So easy to find. We're all over the place. Mari, where are you? And do you have any uh, exciting podcasting coming up? So, uh, yes, uh, you can find me at yeah, Mari Talks Too Much uh, on Twitter and on Stereo. Uh, follow me on Stereo so you can get notified every time I go live. Um, you can all, uh, again, email us at wrestling at robhasawebsite.com. Tweet us, hashtag wrestling rehap up at, on, on Twitter. Um, and yes, I will be on the circle. Uh, I'm excited about uh, doing the Super Bowl. Okay, I will be back for a BB Can coverage uh, all season. I'm doing BB Can coverage, and then you know Woo-hoo. I might pop, I might pop up on your favorite podcast here and there. So, Mari, um, <laughs> yeah. we know what their favorite podcast. If they made it to this point in the episode, unless they're <laughs> just bored, I, I'm just saying this might be their favorite podcast. We'll see. So, I don't know. Honestly, probably yeah, not. Know. Let's be let's be real. But uh, we we appreciate you listening this far we in really, and being supporters. Yeah. And um, I want to apologize for Mari being the cause of the breakup of the Hurt business. Oh, whatever. Um, and thank you, Vince McMahon, for tuning in. We really appreciate you learning how oh my cell phone and podcast <laughs> apps work. We appreciate you. Um, you know listening to us because you know we know we know your we know your fan listening in your McMansion come on Greenwich Connecticut or wherever you're from we've got it thank you well I think that wraps it up everybody uh thank you for listening to the wrestling wrap up and as always watch out for any flying elbows we'll see you soon bye bye For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.